Jam-packed to the rafters. Let's go up to our ring announcer. The following podcast is scheduled for one episode and is our vantage point, the Retro Wrestling Podcast. Outside, we couldn't see it from our vantage point. fans and welcome to our vantage point the retro wrestling podcast thank you guys so much for being back with us here for episode 296 it is monday november the 14th 2022 and we're here to romp you through the world of retro wrestling as always i am joe Murata, joined by michael quinn how you doing there michael Howdy diddy. We are halfway through November already. Halfway. Halfway, halfway there. baby. And we are winding down the uh, the classic format, if you will, of OVP. A as, true classic. A true classic. As we've mentioned, we're, we're just reminding you at the top of every show, in case we have any first-timers here, mm-hmm. this is our warning to just go back and listen to maybe some of the older stuff. Yeah. And then catch up to this. Yeah, and then when, when it's only canon, you can like enjoy that in yeah. order, too, you see. Exactly. All things done decently and in order around here, including the romp, of course, through the world of retro wrestling. We thank you guys for being back with us here. Uh, we have, obviously, the stuff to get to, but before we get to the stuff, I want to remind you of the things. One of those things is follow us on Twitter, at OVP Podcast. You're going to get daily wrestling gifts. Maybe a clip here and there, a classic magazine cover. One thing you won't get is drama. No drama. Not available. We don't do that. We don't have that. But it's at OVP Podcast on Twitter. You can also, this is very important now, Mm -hmm. if you want to watch wrestling videos, including every episode of the 1985 canon in video form, and especially every episode of WBF Body Stars. It'll be up there. Yep. What you're as gonna, long as they let us keep it up there. As long, probably forever. No, uh, nobody cares. Nobody cares. But you can care, and you can go to our Vantage Point Retro Wrestling Podcast on YouTube, and once you get there, you can subscribe, or as Quinn might say... Ring the bell. Ring the bell. You know, I heard Triple H subscribes just for the WBF thing, <laughs> watching the classic episodes. Well, and, and your namesake is over there. You believe this, uh, Stephanie, uh, uh, all the WBF... Uh, look at the triceps. Uh, I'm not going to report this uh, to legal... Uh, <laughs> But your namesake, uh, Mighty Mike Quinn, is over there. Oh, yeah. Which is very yeah. interesting. So, anyway, if you want to see Mighty Mike Quinn and all the other WBF body stars, just to subscribe to our YouTube channel, our Vantage Point Retro Wrestling Podcast on YouTube. And, of course, you can email us. If you have a long-form thing to say, you can do that at ovppodcast at gmail.com. That is ovppodcast at gmail.com. But if people want to talk to Quinn, to me, and well over a thousand other retro wrestling fanatics, Michael, where are they going? Over at facebook.com slash WBF, the premier site of the World Bodybuilding Federation. The only site. Obviously. Tony Legday will talk to you about it. All day, that every might be day. about it. Anyway, to get there, there's a search bar on Facebook, oh, WBF. Yeah. Yeah, um, yeah. Type in the search bar, our vantage point, dash, retro wrestling podcast, bing, bang, boom, tubes, gore, kafloey. Hit the join group, and you're in. You're in. The only thing we're asking you to do when you join our group is agree to one rule, one rule rule only, which is, don't be what, Quinn? Be a dunderhead. Don't be a dunderhead. And what we mean by that is, uh, don't be an asshole. That's really what it means. You really don't prefer it, please. We understand that when you talk about things that you like with other people, they might not like the same thing that you do. Sometimes. Believe it or not, even in wrestling. Yeah. We expect that. We even encourage that. We encourage healthy debate and discussion and things of that nature. Yeah, health. Health. What we're trying to say, though, is disagree all you want. You know, have debates, have arguments, even but don't get into personal attacks. Don't bring up things about the person and, you know, name calling. Like, 
butt face and stuff like that. Yeah, well, that's what we say all the time, butt face. And doo-doo brain. Doo-doo head. Yeah, yeah, doo-doo head. Don't do that. We just mean be nice, okay? Be <laughs> respectful. And that's our Facebook group. And one last reminder here, if you want more OVP content, if you go to patreon.com slash OVP podcast right now, what you're going to find are two different tiers. That's all we offer. We're not in this to try to make tons of money or anything like that. And we don't want to rip anyone off. The bottom line is for $2 a month, you're going to get Canon Plus, which is a monthly special, an extension of the 1985 Canon. Out right now for November on Canon Plus is WrestleMania 1 in all its original unedited glory. Oh, it's it's beautiful. Us watching it, shooting the shit. Shooting the shit. While we watch it. And then next month for December on Canon Plus will be Saturday night's main event, the first oh. one. So it's amazing be a lot they of did that like right after, right? Yeah, a lot about, of people don't remember that. That's six weeks after, so we'll yeah. be doing that. And that's on the $2 tier. It's got a back archive of content, a lot of stuff there. And if you upgrade to the highest tier, it is not $100. It is not $50. It is not even $19.95. It is one low price of $5 a month. Five bucks. We don't do that 99 cent crap. No, we over don't. There. Just five even. We know you know what they're up to with, yeah. this, with the one cent. So that's why it's not $4.99, okay? Yeah. It's $5 even. You're going to get everything that we just mentioned on the $2 tier and the monthly WWF pay-per-view reviews. And I just want to clarify for any newcomers here, the pay-per-view reviews on the $5 tier are not the canon. They're not a live watch-along. It is a detailed, analytical breakdown of every single possible thing that we can note about Moves, these pay-per-views. the ceiling, the, the arena. <laughs> the star ratings. Uh, what color boots they're wearing. All everything. sorts of stuff. Yeah. Uh, they're a lot of fun. Check it out, patreon.com slash OVP podcast. All right, that's all out of the way now. Okay. So as we've been talking about, we're winding down this format uh, at episode 300, which is actually creeping up on us. And one of the things we've asked you guys to do is creep up on us on Facebook and give us something to talk about. That's really yep. all we want. You know, Let's give them something to talk about. That's Remember that, that song? Yeah, as you drop that in right now. So we've decided to do that, and you can still do this over on our Facebook group. If you don't have Facebook, just shoot it to us on Twitter, or you can also email us if you want to. Anyway, we're just taking your suggestions. It is fan appreciation season. And this one is a very fun one from a very ardent, avid supporter of OVP, yes. AJ Freeman. Heard of him. We know him very yeah, well from we the do group. Know him. Yep. He had an interesting question here, and you and I both oh. took a hold of this one. Okay. Which WrestleMania setup do you prefer? The 12 to 14 match style, like WrestleMania's 2 through 7, or under 10 matches, for example, WrestleMania's 8 to 14. The big news, WrestleMania 3 kicks off this Sunday. Two and a half million people are expected to see the 12 matches on closed-circuit TV, cable, and in person. Interesting question, AJ, and thank you for that. Out of the gate, Quinn, I'm just going to give my answer before we talk about it, and I want okay. yours. It depends. I was just going to say, it <laughs> depends for me, too. Yeah, it does. So, I think... The thing that is the primary factor as far as the match total and stuff is the pacing. I, they could put 300 matches on it if they're all one minute long. I don't care. Right? Like, it's like I'm not going to notice. Like WrestleMania 6, WrestleMania 7 in particular, uh-huh. those are very long events. Right. I know that WrestleMania 4 always had the stigma of like, oh, it's a four hour event, but 7 six, is insane. 6 and 7 are both like 350. Yeah. They're, they're, they're fucking they're long hefty. for its time, yeah, right? Yeah. He's got that weapon. That kind of pride. Stuck it right into the guts of Santana. I believe it's something he ate. Something he ate. Are you blind? 
This is obviously before the days of two-day WrestleManias or when they were doing like eight-hour WrestleManias on Sunday. I still think it's so embarrassing that they were like, we can't control how long our times go, so we need to go to two days. Part of it is getting everyone on the card, right? Yeah. And that is what WrestleManias 3 and 5 and 6 and 7 in particular really have in common. Everyone's on the card. Mm-hmm. Almost the whole active, like notable TV roster is on the card at these events. Well, it's WrestleMania, they better be. But they do start paring that down with WrestleMania 8. So you were talking about pacing. Wouldn't you and I agree six and seven are extremely well paced shows? Great pacing. Actually, you know what surprised me recently? You know what's an also well paced show? WrestleMania 1. WrestleMania 1 is extremely well paced, yes. It's incredible. Like, people don't even talk about that. The pacing on the first one is good. It's really good. And the card is very carefully chosen. It's it's actually more like they would later do. Right. It's more like the all-stars of WF, it, not the big losers. Right. There's some losers matches, but it's more to feature, like, the new coming all-stars, right? Exactly. That's the reason for Matt Bourne taking on Ricky Steamboat right, or SD Jones. Ricky Steamboat like, literally came in like three weeks or <laughs> yeah. something before that. And so did Bundy. Yeah. I'm ready. I'm going to get down with the biggest thing in town. But with that said, some people find the fact that you're going to get a two-minute match at WrestleMania off-putting. And I, think I it, don't. <laughs> exactly. I think it goes back to what you said. But can I say one more thing? Mm-hmm. WrestleMania 8, where they pared it down. Right. There is a very short match on there, and it sticks out like a, a sore thumb because WrestleMania 8 is such a carefully cultivated card in a lot of ways that that Owen Hart Skinner yeah, match. Yeah, that thing's weird. That's that's like a that almost feels like a weird callback to when they would just have some bullshit match right. on there. Because if you think about 9, mm-hmm. 9 doesn't have anything real. I mean, Razor Backlund Once might get be to the... Once they get to 9, it starts like, what the fuck is even this show? Well, Quinn, do you think that maybe... Part of the reason they stopped doing these marathon ones with like 14 matches is because their roster started to decline. Yes, nine's very reflective of like the roster is garbage. It is. I mean, right? do, do you and 10, do we, do we need well done on that show and people like that? You know no. what I'm saying? I, I mean, what is that in a dark match? Well done's not in the no, show. No, they're not even in, on the show. That's yeah. what I mean. Yeah. Like, what were they going to do? We want to get more people on the card bringing well done and, and shit. Timothy Well, Stephen Dunn, well done. And that was a well done victory, I suppose, of sorts. I do think that the one thing about WrestleMania where they handpick the best of the best yeah. is that it feels like earned that the people that are there are there. Well, that's, like, you know what I mean? That's exactly right. And I think you get that feel with, uh, I don't know. Does WrestleMania 10 give you that feel? Um, A little bit. WrestleMania 10, I, I don't know. It's got some weird shit. I still think the Leilani Kai coming back for like no fucking reason is odd. The we need an opponent for a Lundra match. Yeah, like that thing. And then the the way Earthquake and Adam Bomb got cut to 30 yeah. seconds. I know. know that this was something that was pushed, but I also thought the mixed tag with Luna and Bam Bam was just fucking weird. Well, it was the culmination of that feud, though. Yeah, at least Dink got on the show. Dink, yeah. But I don't know. I kind of like the the more match version better, I think, historically. Mm-hmm. Because especially those early ones, it's Gorilla and Jesse guiding you through it. I understand somebody's in jeopardy of you losing their yacht, Jesse. Is that correct? Who? I don't know. One of your millionaire friends. I don't know. Not Marv. Oh, no. What you like about that, and I think you would only appreciate this on a old one, is because you got to see people, because back in the day when we were watching these tapes, we didn't have access to the day-to-day stuff. Richard wasn't around, nor did Richard have those tapes to like show us probably like, not all this stuff that happened like in between. <laughs> so it was neat that those WrestleManias had like all these weird people that like you don't really see. Like some people that would just never appear again. Well it's you know true. I mean? Yeah, you're absolutely right. 
I think there's something to be said for it feeling more like a uh, a festival too, like an ongoing yeah. parade. Yeah, when it's just match after match, and they're short and they're palatable. They're like little snacks. They're it's not- like this is who this is, right? Exactly. And honestly, like one thing, for example, that when they're doing that style, like for at six, for example, you know what sticks out like a sore thumb? That what? fucking Ted DiBiase match with yes. Jake. Why is it like a hundred years long? <laughs> it's so long that like the crowd is just doing the wave because they don't care anymore. They just want to get to the friggin' main event. They're like, know? I swear that crowd's like, when's Jake gonna put the snake on him and like. You know, all that nonsense. Probably. Like, that's all they want. But they, they just want DiBiase to get his ass whooped. They don't care. They don't want to watch a rest hold for 20 right? minutes. They like, don't. Yeah. Especially when they're there to see Hogan Warrior. Yeah. But by contrast, at that same event, there's like a four-minute Tito Santana Barbarian match. Which is awesome. Exactly. And that actually, that weirdly enough, doesn't feel like four minutes. They, like, kind of completely tell, like, a story, it's like, great. real quick, right? right? About how, like, the Barbarian is, like, really strong and it's, like, really hard to beat him. Yep. You know? But that match would never make the cut under the more, and by more modern, I mean even a few years later. That would never even be considered for no, WrestleMania. not at all. Right? I mean... <laughs> It, that match is weird if you think about it because what they're trying to do is say like the barbarian is now a singles wrestler and he's like you you don't want to fuck with that guy right right but like nothing ever came of it so like that's why you look back at it and you're like that's weird that is <laughs> you true. know what I mean nothing really did ever come of it did it no he just he just got the antlers and then tag team with Haku like he <laughs> he never really was like on his own it's true same thing with like um what's another one like that Carrie Von Eric versus Dino Bravo at WrestleMania two mm-hmm. I mean uh, WrestleMania seven the second match at WrestleMania seven that would never be a thing Dino I, Bravo was like nothing by that he point. literally did not matter what yeah. was it Beaver mode by then yeah it was his hair is all weird he didn't yeah. look good but I get the other side of it too like WrestleMania fourteen I guess is a good template for fourteen's like all right to me what fourteen is so does so well I think it highlights perfectly the Attitude Era at that time period yeah they're getting right like, into the attitude even, era even down to sometimes there's like people that were junky like lod 2000 or whatever like yeah. that tag battle royal thing there's a lot of crap in that <laughs> or even for example like i know this isn't junky but it's low tier for like wf it's surprising it's on the card is takamichi noku yeah they got like, their light heavyweight match on that's odd everything right? on here has a purpose though mm-hmm. it is a very focused event you know triple h owen hart was an ongoing feud i would say pretty much after the taka thing it's like it's all like mainline shit yeah like right triple h versus owen hart marvelous mark mallory and sable versus gold like they they resolved all that shit yep, with exactly. Goldust and luna mm-hmm. the rock versus ken shamrock that was a big feud yeah that was a big feud cactus and chainsaw remember they got thrown in the dumpster they're all fucking pissed off at the outlaws yep taker versus kane yep. finally yep and stone cold getting crowned you know to the exiting Shawn michaels exactly you know that's like the prototypical of that time everything matters type of wrestlemania right. Where and I, they still got all their guys on in that dumb tag thing. In the dumb tag thing, right. Yeah. We didn't have no friggin' uh, recon and sniper tag match in the middle of the show. No, they were they were in that battle world probably, Oh, right? I'm sure they were, yeah, and yeah. the new Midnights and all that. Yep. But it is that different mentality where we're going to take the best of the best that we have right now and pare it down and, and focus and concentrate. That probably, arguably, Quinn, gives it a bigger feel. Mm-hmm. I, I, what do you like? What do you think? Does that give it like a more important feel? It Por- does. Portentous, maybe. What do you think? You know, in all of this, I think this is an interesting one to study because of the fact that it's a big long card. I know what you're going to say. Go WrestleMania ahead. WrestleMania X Seven, yeah. right? It's a big long card, 
but yet it somehow feels like everything matters on it all at the same time. For the most part. I mean, right? not, that, not that I want to go down this rabbit hole about WrestleMania 17 with you again, but... It's so fucking good. It does have an IC title match. It does, like, the friggin' right to censor gets their ass kicked, right? It's more about the feuds, though. The titles, That's other I mean. than the world title, don't really matter yeah, but at that point. No shit. Uh, yeah. But it's got a very good hardcore triple threat. Eddie versus Test does not matter, and we're not going to rewrite history to pretend that that did. Right. That was just to get the belt off Test. Yes. Essentially. To get the belt off Test and to get Eddie on the card. And I believe that's what led to Eddie's like weird push with China and all that shit. His push. No, that was already happening. That already happened. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Kurt Angle versus Chris That Voldemort. was your, like, these are the wrestler people yep, match. Right in the middle of the card. Right. Uh, China Ivory, it's storyline. I hated it, but it's storyline. I think everyone was just excited that Ivory was finally gone. And yeah. the whole right to censor in general was gone. They did get their comeuppance, so yeah. I'll give them that. Uh, Shane Vince, need we say more? I mean, that's a great storyline <laughs> and a great a angle. match. TLC 2, are you yep. kidding? Yep. The gimmick battle royal. Which was just the fan favorite match, basically. Yeah. I mean, this is a long card. It's 12 matches. Undertaker versus Triple H, the sleeper of the whole show. Excellent match. I fucking love that it's match excellent. to this day. I, yeah. I've, I, sometimes I watch that match on its own. <laughs> we always joke that was the last time Triple H was like classic good. Yeah, before, it's, like, the, it's quad. the last time he's decent. Like that game version, I yeah. mean, before he came back and he's like, I'm stronger now and I'm a face. And Taker showed the hell up. That was the yeah. most... That was the most I'd seen Taker do in a wrestling match to that point ever. Right. Yeah, yeah, that no, wasn't the old school, like, die, die, die. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? Like, he was just like, no, I'm going to fucking fight him, right? Right. It was it was really a big deal because he wasn't Booger Rand or whatever yeah. yet. You know, greatest he, striker. He had, like, tinges of The Undertaker. Is that the right did. word? A tinge. Yeah, a, tinge. Of, a tinge of yeah. The Undertaker. A, a sprinkle. A whiff. A, a whiff of The Undertaker. <laughs> but he was biker. He but was it, biker. But we finally got to see what that really meant yep. in that match. And I think that's like why it was such a good It's a great thing. match. And then obviously Hogan and Rock brings that's it on I home. I fucking love that match too. Well, well, we've talked about that. But you, the point is, is you that... You see that Okay, lengthwise, right? Mm -hmm. This this card is like four hours long or some shit, right? Yes, it is. However, the pacing is good. Excellent. It does... like it. I Excellent. Say, by the time you get to Taker Triple H, it really sneaks up on you when you get to that second to last match. You're yeah. like, you're like looking at the time. You're like, holy shit, I'm already at the end. And it doesn't feel that long, right? It yeah. really doesn't. Now I want to just for contrast here because we're having fun. You know, mm -hmm. we're having fun, Maggle. I'm gonna run down WrestleMania five with you because this is about the same length. Mm -hmm. But WrestleMania five has 14 matches, and a lot of them don't have the same level of importance. So we open with. Hercules Haku, which is really just an outgrowth of like Hercules' face push from the fall. Right. And somehow he's just mad at Bobby Heenan still. <laughs> the Twin Towers versus the Rockers. That's to put the towers over. This is, Twin Towers are big. Let's have them fight tiny people. And that's fun. Yeah. That's a fun little match. <laughs> then we have the disappointment factor of Brutus Beefcake versus Teddy DiBias, which Ugh. like on paper. I don't even like remember that match. It's so bad. Yeah. On paper, that should be great because it's two big names. I mean, right. they are. But yeah, it's not good. This is the infamous. That's the infamous. Like DiBiase doesn't show the fuck up for like a year. Yeah, like eighty nine. He's just not very good on pay per view. Yeah, yeah on pay per view, he's not. The Bushwhackers versus the Rujos, the penis rub. Yeah, you know, again putting someone over. Mister Perfect versus the Blue Blazer. Mm -hmm. Demolition versus the Powers and Fuji. Mm. Dino Bravo versus Ronnie Govan is a complete let's get these guys on the card type of match. Three minutes long now, so good. Exactly, and this is what AJ was talking about. You know. Yeah. The Buster, this is a really good choice here, although it's an interesting choice. The Busters, it's okay, let's get them over. Right. But also at the expense and to add on to the strike force. The storyline thing yeah. with, the, with the Rick Martell leaving, right? Right. But this is well paced, don't you think? This is like a 
the short it's stuff all right. is short. I guess my problem so far and overall with the card, even as you're going through it, I feel like this is one of the first WrestleManias where there's a lot of like forgettable shit on this. Like Brutus, DBS, Dino Bravo versus Ronnie Garvin. Well, like, yeah, there's a know, lot of inconsequential stuff. Like to the point where like it's the first one because the the previous four WrestleManias were like it felt like I, I remember every single thing that happens on those cars, but this is the first it's, it's one where they, they cram it with so much junk that you start to be like, that even happened? Well, and not You to, know what I mean? Not to mention there's a rap in the middle of it and a yeah. very horrible, long Morton Downey, Roddy Piper, Brother Love segment. It's kind of funny. It's but... not, though. <laughs> uh, and you can listen if you're a patron yeah. to our WrestleMania 5 review. It's extremely long because this event is long, but if you're getting interested here, Joan Quinn talking about old WrestleManias. Hey, we've reviewed all of them up, all to, up to 11 yeah. so far. But I, like, I, I'm looking at this card, and you then, know. Yeah, we're not even done with it. We're not even done with it, but like, okay, so we get to Jake the Snake and Andre. High profile. Snake. Yeah, and, and, you know, back. John Studd is the ref. Yeah, all right. That. Then an ultimate throwaway, but it's actually fine. The match yeah. is fine, but it's just, let's get them on the card. The Heart Foundation versus Double Trouble. Yeah, actual double. They're not Rhythm and Blues yet. Yeah. They're Double Trouble. Valentine and Honky. It's a decent match, but no, nothing. No one cared. Uh, Rude Warrior, big deal. Yeah, that's a storyline match, though, and at least the better one at SummerSlam. Yeah, it leads to the better one. Rude with the big uh, mm -hmm. upset. Here's another. Let's just get him on here. Yeah. Bad News versus Duggan. Nobody remembers that. Rooster and Brooklyn, uh, Bobby Heenan get... Now, people remember this because Bobby's a riot during it. He like, is. He's insane. Yeah, like, and girl is in all his glory about yeah. it. And obviously, the big main event, Hogan Savage. So, I picked this one just to contrast with a, a modern one that's yeah. also long and has a lot of matches, clearly the mentality back then was different. Yes. And they were just getting a lot of people on the card. There's this, this feels like the first like real like payday one. I mean, like, four the, had the Battle Royal. I'm just saying is that three, everyone on that, they're on it for a fucking reason. I'd say you for know the what most I mean? part, yeah. Three is like, three to me is like a perfect card. Three has elements. I mean, it's 12 matches. Three it might has not, elements. Yeah, it might not be... It might not look perfect on paper, but for everyone that's there at the time, like the time and place, if the people that are there make sense. Yeah. Right? You know what I'm saying? It does. No, it does. And the pacing is very good. Right. I mean, there's no definitive answer to this, obviously. Mm -hmm. And we don't need to uh, try to come up with what the definitive answer is. Folks, we want you to tell us which do you prefer? And again, we're talking about old wrestling, however you want to define that, up to, let's just say up to WrestleMania 17 or 18, 20 years back or something, mm -hmm. right? There are different ways that they've done the card. There is this distinct, like, two to seven, though, has this get everyone on there type of feel. Right. Eight through 14 have, well, we have less to work with. So we're gonna, also, we're only, we're not going to pick the junk. Right. Like, it's not like in 1995, they put Phantasmia or whatever right, or Duke on the Drozzi. Duke Drozzi no on the offense. card. Yeah. Adam Bomb's not yeah. on the card. Like, there's a lot of wrestlers they, they cut like, people who are like, no. Yeah, Aldo Montoya is not on the card. Yeah. You know, th that's what it would have been in the 80s, though. But what do you think? I feel like after a certain point, after X7, right? Where X7 was like a pretty well picked card. Yeah. But like, it, all of a sudden, they're like, we have four hours now. And then they were like, let's, like, from 18 on, like, it's always just like, jam everyone who exists in the WWE universe, even if they haven't been in the company for 20 years because, oh, we got to bring back the old people. This too. is true. And, like, and that's what led to the WrestleMania becoming seven, eight hours long. Yeah. And then splitting it. And it just, it ballooned, it ballooned at that yeah. point. It was just, it kept being like, 
we just want this. It just became, I feel like WrestleMania is like third age, which is after 18 and on. Yeah. Basically, it's never changed because nothing after, ever fucking changes anymore over there. But maybe after 20 when they went full time to big arenas and so like big yeah, coliseums when and they, stadiums. Yeah, when they only went to big arenas. Basically, it's just a show that represents wrestling. Yeah, they like, leaned into their Super Bowl of wrestling aspect. Yeah, and they've never really looked back since, right? No. It's promoted that way to this day. It's like, you ever notice, like, they have, like, the WrestleMania truck go around the country, and it's got seven million yeah. people on the fucking thing that, surrounding just the logo? And like it or not, folks, uh, it's still successful, so right. I guess you can't say that oh, against see, it, you know? See, the one benefit of that is they'll never not sell out arenas, because if you say... It's WrestleMania now. I think the mindset now is I'm going to get to see every single person yeah. in WWE. And then on top of it, I'm going to get to see all my old school favorite wrestlers when I was growing up, especially if you're like a parent bringing your kid. This is true. You know, I might get to see Hulk Hogan or I might get to see uh, Shawn Michaels or Triple H or The Rock or They're some shit. Now. Yeah. yeah. Or, or Steve people. Austin. Everyone you just mentioned has no yeah. hair. Yeah, it's true. <laughs> well, Sean grew his back, but it's all straggly again. He doesn't it, care. It's not like he cares. He no, doesn't care. I, I was surprised when Sean got, decided to go for it again. Yeah. When he, I, I thought he was just going to leave it shaved forever. And then I'm, I looked at him a couple months later. I was like, oh, he, he's gonna, He's going for it. Like, he's, he's definitely going for it. Maybe he thought he needed it, yeah. like a regrow because it was just so fucked up. He's got the old Kelsey grammar going yeah. on, but mm -hmm. that's all right. Anyway, the point we were trying to make here is there's no real right answer. It's what do you think, everyone? What do you, what do you prefer? I still maintain, like we said at the beginning, it depends because Gorilla and Jess, mm -hmm. I could listen to them do anything. Mm -hmm. WrestleMania 4, I will listen to. I don't even need to watch it. I could just listen to it. WrestleMania, WrestleMania 4 is practically a fucking podcast. <laughs> right. We've <laughs> said, right? And yeah. five, 5 also, they're great at that. But I also see the more concentrated, distilled, you know, like, let's get only good shit on here that they were forced to do, like starting with WrestleMania 8 yeah, because of the roster. And even at 11, when you when it's 95 and they're leaving people off the show, you know you're not good <laughs> enough. You know what I mean? Yep. <laughs> In all seriousness. I mean, it's not like Dick Murdoch carried over from Royal Rumble right. to make it back on. <laughs> right, exactly. So anyway. If, if it had been the other years, right? It's like, well, he'd been there for like a yeah, second that gotta year. Gotta put him so on the show. Gotta put him on the show, right? If it was like WrestleMania 5, he would have been on it. Yeah. Uh, but anyway, folks, let us know what you think. Uh, AJ Freeman, thank you very, very much for that question. And be sure to, if you have something you want us to talk about, be sure to put it on our Facebook group or tweet at us at OVP Podcast. Shoot us an email, whatever you got to do. That was fun, though. But Quinn, mm -hmm. coming up after this, it is now April 13th, 1985 in the World Wrestling what? Federation. We are getting further away from WrestleMania. We got to see what else is going to develop in the World Wrestling Federation. We'll have to see if they even know about WrestleMania in-house. In yeah, in-house. Yeah, exactly. you know, li live. Live, pal. Yeah. But the 1985 canon will be coming up right after this. It's time to move on. It's time to get going. What lies ahead, I have no way to But under my feet, baby, grass is growing. It's time to move on. Now, you might be wondering, folks, I mean, Bobby Heenan, how how, and when was Bobby Heenan ever a jobber? Well, guess what? Joe and Quinn here. We have the scoop for you. We're going to tell you all about it. Now, Quinn, our story begins in September of 1984. Bobby Heenan had just come from Vern Gagne's AWA to Vince McMahon's WWF. He had the whole world ahead of him. As a talented and charismatic... Can we just please talk normally? Like, what are we doing here? I want it to be story time. 
Just trust me. <sighs> Can I still play the music? No. <sighs> Hello, wrestling fans. While we're on a break here, just a quick reminder to check out some friends of the show. These are other independent wrestling podcasts. We want you to check them out. Start with Book in the Territory. This will get you everything for your southern fried, very classy, unprofessional wrestling coverage of the NWA, WCW. It is Book in the Territory. And check out GFA Live with Peter Winson and Kathy as they trek you through some classic episodes of WWF television, maybe a movie you never know. So check out our friends of the show. It is Book in the Territory and GFA Live. And now back to our vantage point, the Retro Wrestling Podcast. Hiya, hello wrestling fans, and welcome back to the 1985 canon. I'm Joe Morata. That guy right there is Michael Quinn. How you doing there, Michael? Howdy. Howdy. Uh, so we're here on YouTube or on episode 296 of our Vantage Point, the Retro Wrestling Podcast. If you're joining us on YouTube and you like what you're seeing here, we encourage you to subscribe, or as Quinn might say, Ring the bell. Ring the bell down there. There's other videos on here, obviously. There's WBF, if you want to check that out. Oh, All sorts of stuff. Don't. No, don't. No, maybe you want to. It's every episode of Body oh, Stars, boy. man. Uh, but obviously, every episode of the canon goes all the way back to January of 82 here on our YouTube channel. So if you're into that, thank you very much. If you're on the audio or the video version, we just want to remind you of a couple of quick things. Mm-hmm. We have the Canon Plus tier yes. on Patreon. Patreon.com slash OVP podcast. If you're on YouTube, uh, there's a link in the description or our show notes in the audio show. Basically, WrestleMania, the review from a couple weeks ago, it's there if you want to see it. Hot action. It's very, very hot. Coming up for December in a few weeks, next month, will be the first ever Saturday Night's main event on Canon Plus. $2 a month, you're going to get those. Every month will be a special. That's it. And if you can splurge, yes, splurge Mm -hmm. for $5 a month, and you like audio shows, maybe something to throw on while you're working or driving right. or something mm-hmm. like that, because these are like three, three and a half hours. We've reviewed every WWF pay-per-view in audio form from the first WrestleMania up to Survivor Series 95 so far. Yes. Coming out next month will be In Your House Seasons Beatings. Ooh. That'll be fun. That should be our train wreck. That'll be Buddy Rydell. That'll yeah. be a lot of fun. Buddy Rydell. <laughs> that was great. Uh, so if you want to check that out, it's patreon.com slash OVP podcast. Click the link. Try it out. Make a bad decision tonight. Give it a shot for a month. If you don't like it, just cancel. Yeah. It's all good. It's not a bad decision. Don't give it a shot. Mm -hmm. Uh, Anyway, this is for April 13th, 1985, the second week of April. A new week, Quinn, means the calendar. Yes. What do we got? So the 13th? 13th. It was Easter Sunday on the 7th. Other than that, nothing. Oh, wow. We're really getting gypped. This year is barren. Like, I feel like. Oh wait, I'm looking ahead just to see how many birthdays. There's Don't more. be doing that. Don't worry. It's like the next this April, May. Uh, what was last month? Uh, Easy for you to say. Yeah, the last two months, no good, but it gets better. Don't worry. Okay. Uh, so what's going on in the World Wrestling Federation? Mm-hmm. Uh, well, Bulldogs? WrestleMania happened. Do you ever hear happened? that? British um, Bulldogs debuted. British Bulldogs debuted officially. 
Uh, uh, Ricky Steamboat's here. Ricky Steamboat's still here. Jimmy Hart's here. King Kong Bundy's here. We did have a very weird promo with Johnny V, Jimmy Hart, and Bobby don't, Heenan last don't, week. No. I, I don't want to know about that. No, I loved it. I thought uh, it was awesome. Mm-hmm. You didn't like it? Not really. Johnny V was just rambling about airports and seven Unprepared. 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 But we thank you guys for being with us here, whether you're on the audio or the video. If this is your first time here on YouTube or listening to our audio show and you're not annoyed yet, that's good. Yeah. I mean, it doesn't get worse than this, really, either. Very nice. We could could say it doesn't get better, but it also doesn't really get worse. But we're going to turn the wrestling on in a minute. Yeah. Maybe it'll get worse for you. Speaking of turning the wrestling on, why don't we bring up the video scope? I'm going to do that with my scoping powers. You know I have those? Yeah. Do it. <laughs> Three, Use them. Two, one. Woo. All right. With that said, this is WWF Championship Wrestling, April the 13th, 1985. Let's see what we got. Let's turn the volume on. I don't hear anything. Shut up. Oh, they're back. Every week. This is the same uh, taping yeah. for the record. Awesome so they don't know about WrestleMania. And they don't know. Other than Vince knows the results. Awesome yeah. right. All right. The Big John Studd and Ken Patera are going to be here today. Kenny Patera. I see Greg Valentine back there with Good. Jimmy Hart. Kenny Patera getting a payday, by the way. Oh, I need to mention. I forgot. Yeah, payday. $80 or whatever it is on championship. $25. Uh, Richard will get upset if I don't mention this. So, this version of a championship has two things that he chopped out. Okay. And he put in whatever at the end. We don't know. Mm-hmm. God only knows. Uh, Leilani Kai def- uh, losing to Wendy Richter. They re-ran. So, we didn't need to see <laughs> that. show part. WrestleMania. Yeah, exactly. Like, Plus, it'll get blocked. We're still in that era, aren't we? Where they just, they, they, they have no, they can't fathom that maybe they shouldn't show this. Well, I think they want to drum up interest right. in, in the product in general. Uh, but anyway, so we got that cut. There's also, and Richard could not figure out why, a Ricky Steamboat, Rusty Brooks squash match that kept getting blocked when he tried to... <laughs> YouTube. <laughs> the, the choices that YouTube makes sometimes right. is very odd. So that'll Maybe be he can edit in some garbage from All-American in its place. Yeah, I mean, we'll have to see what he throws on to the more exciting fucking action part of yeah, this. Yeah. Uh, but anyway, I just want to get out of the way. Let's go back to Vince and Bruno. Ricky Steamboat coming into Ricky a zone Steamboat, you see. Plus, we won't see it. King yeah. Kong Bundy. I'm fine with that. Oh. One of the biggest men. It's close to 500 pounds, and he moves well. He's just awesome. Mm. He does move go, well. Ladies and gentlemen, Bruno is interested in him, apparently. Likes him. Of the ladies' championship matchup involving... Oh, we're going to show you the pay-per-view. Or <laughs> Why is he yelling? Yeah. Right he's excited about it. Yeah, that's true. He's excited about spoiling things. So we got Greg Hammer time in there against who is that? I'm just thinking, don't they want to sell the laser disc or whatever later on? They don't. They don't know yet. They're not thinking about that. Yeah, but this year they release them, don't they? Uh, I think it is. So, Maybe it's '86. Yeah. So they must know. They must. That they're going to release it. But who's that guy in the ring against Valentine? Uh, Rick. It's not Rick. It's some guy. Is it Rick? Hey, it's Dee Snyder. Yeah, he's back. <laughs> It's like he never left. Yeah, it's, he's got the same seat. Yeah. Is that like Jim Savage or whatever? No, it's Doc, not. He's a doctor. Doc Butler. Wait, he should have worn a stethoscope. <laughs> he's got the build of a Tully Blanchard at dark in the face of Alan Hunter. Now, you said it, you noticed the, the dark last week. I told you. Now it looks really dark. See, you just, you weren't, you weren't it's seeing it. It's almost like they turned the lights down even more, that, like, for the second half of the taping. I'm telling you, man, when it's a, a light bulb go out or something? <laughs> yeah. Like, just one where it, like, looks slightly dimmer, you know what I mean? Like, when it happens up here and you can yeah, tell. it's like crap. It's crappy, yeah. yeah. Anyway, Valentine going to work here on, uh, what is this, Doc Butler? Doc. 
Yeah. Doc Butler. Doc. Like gut buster. Man, he's Doc. like tiny. Valentine just picked him up like a baby. Good. Gilberto is even like, man, he's small. Mm-hmm. Valentine. So we're still building to this big Tito Santana thing, right? This is the feud, man. Yeah. The, the IC feud. Big feud. Donnie Morocco has uh, been popping back up again, too. That's been nice He's going after the world. He's not he even is. thinking about his, his old IC title. You know what? Stomping grounds here. Good for Donald P. Morocco. Yeah. Getting himself a world title shot against I mean, Hulk only Hogan. was the Intercontinental Champion twice and for, like, a long time. One of the best ones they Survived ever had. Survived Jimmy Snuka. Yeah, it's smarter the rare. Them, man. Yeah. Yeah, yeah it's smarter than Anyway, uh, Valentine doing not much of note here. Yeah, with, uh, the usual. Doctor. Uh-huh. And he is a doctor. Of what, you think? Now, do you think he's a he's a real doctor in his, like, off time? I think he's a podiatrist, if anything. Does he look like he'd be in the feet? Yeah. Perhaps. No, not that. You know, I don't... Butler. Hmm. It does sound like Butler shoes. Wasn't that a thing in something? I, Either way. I really don't it know. It does seem like maybe he's a podiatrist, actually. I think of anything. Or is he a chiropractor? Maybe. Oh, he's going to do, like... What is that called? A... Hammerlock body slam. There's yeah, probably it's, a name the, for it. It's but. the slam where they they hook your arm in there. Put him in a hammerlock. Are you gonna get Tito in a box, perhaps, or something like that? They are going to this angle. Like he comes out and he's like, "Help! I'm in a box." Yeah, yeah. Hi, hi. Why remember, how the, remember how the box was like smaller in the original ones, and then it's they they were like, "Wait, we can make it a little bigger." Was yeah. it? Yeah, it's true. Like, we did that. At, like for WrestleMania, they had Bruno in a box. That's true. Mm-hmm. You can buy it on TV. I've seen on TV. Four Bo- easy payments. Boxed Bruno. Yeah, four easy payments in 1995. Now, notice how Jimmy Hart doesn't, like, hit people. You no, because he's nice. He just makes fun of them yeah. lightly. He's like, you're not as cool as my guy. Hey, I mean, if you get distracted by Jimmy Hart, it's kind of on you. Yeah. You just ignore him. I don't like you need to do that with Doc Butler, anyway. True. Like, I mean, is, it, is it necessary, it, even? It, it's really not. It's it's like you're playing yeah. T-ball against the Yankees. Mm-hmm. Uh, can I ask you a question? What? I just noticed this now, and I know we don't look ahead to the future too much here on the canon. We try to stay in canon, but yeah. Jimmy Hart does not have a megaphone. Oh, yeah. I didn't even think about that. Me neither. I just realized that. I wonder when that comes along. No one tell us. He should have come out with, like, a gold record or something, because isn't he, like, the he's, big music man or whatever? He's the evil David Wolf. Oh, they haven't even like, on the guardrail. I don't even know if they've said Mouth of the South yet. They've more leaned into evil David Wolf. Thing. Yeah, I, I mean, they've referenced that he's from the South, but have they said the words Mouth of the South? I don't think they've said it. I don't know. Is he going to win by count out? Oh, goodness. No, Doc is giving it an effort. <laughs> Good for Doc. I'll give him yeah. some credit there. He's fighting. Is this match bordering? He doesn't have a chance, but he's he's, he he's no doing chance. his best. Is this match bordering on being a Quincin, or are we okay still? It's a little long. It's a little I don't know why you put Valentine in the opener. You stop with that. Greg Valentine's good. No, but I'm just saying he's not the kind of like wrestler that wrestles like in an opener. It's not a good idea. That's not really the opener if you think about it. It is though. Not for the live crowd. Oh, well they yeah, they're in the middle of this bl- taping and they're getting bored. Yeah. Well, no they're not cuz he's a good wrestler. Mm. Figure 4 by Greg Valentine and that'll do it. The butler has tapped out. He has quit. Mm-hmm. That's it. See, That's look, it. Jimmy Hart just encourages this man. He is. He doesn't. He didn't do anything wrong I in that know. match. He's just like he's good, baby. Well, if words hurt Doc Butler that much, then maybe he should get a yeah. new profession. I mean, he's got two be- in his name already. That's the beauty of Jimmy Hart being a heel is that he all he's doing is just rooting for his wrestler. That's all he's, he's doing. actually not doing anything wrong. No, that's what you're supposed he's to do. He's just misunderstood. No, I really think part people are of it like is. he's annoying, but he's not mean. We're annoying. Yeah, exactly. Are we heels? We don't mean to be. It's actually interesting that his entire heel thing is that he's annoying, and it's not. It's not that he's actually 
bad. In WWF, he's. I mean, I know in Memphis it's a different story. We're not talking about Memphis, though. He gets all involved in Memphis, it, and he yeah. dresses like Evil Knievel and shit. <laughs> he is like. <laughs> it's true. In WWF, though, you're right. His focus is more just that he's annoying, mm-hmm. and he has a megaphone. Mm-hmm. I know he, he interferes a little bit. You ever notice he's got like um. Not Doc Martens. What are those, like, Converse shoes? Doc Butler. Chuck Taylor All-Stars? He's got Chuck Taylor All-Stars with his, like, <laughs> dress never, slacks or something. Does he really? <laughs> yeah, I noticed it earlier. I didn't notice that at all. <laughs> it's, like, very odd. Good pair of Chucks. Yeah. I like those. Jimmy Hart's, like, the low-rent manager. He doesn't take as big of a cut, so he's not wearing fancy shoes like well, Bobby the Brain. I don't think he takes any cut, right? Yeah. He just does this for he's free. He's just a fan. Oh, yeah. Oh. It's like, I'll help you, baby. <laughs> I think you're good. What pointless update do we have this week, you yeah. think? Roddy Piper is a wrestler. Yeah. Roddy Piper is a wrestler. The hot Scots or whatever. Yeah. Like some bullshit that no one calls him. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'll update this week. <laughs> Looks like he's about to eat breakfast. I filmed at breakfast time. Has already endeared him to millions of Does he take fucking horse tranquilizers before he does these? You're making me fall asleep. He needs to drink that coffee next to him. <laughs> around the world. I refer to a young man whose luck suddenly seems to have deserted him. Oh, Hillbilly Jim. Jim. With the side view. His knee was Hillbilly torn apart Jim. by the flamboyant His knee hurts. Brutus his hair should have been torn apart. Look at that thing. Cake was assisted I didn't realize his, his afro got that big Valley. before he left. It's very large. However, <laughs> oh, there he the is. is not all well, it's good to see the Hillbilly's feeling better. Yeah. Right? No longer in ah. the He's smiling. Is he with Granny? His home in Kentucky. 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 There in Kentucky. He's got some fancy sneakers for the, the 80s right there. On one foot. <laughs> I think Hulk Hogan gave him as a gift or something. No, just the boots. Yeah. Hogan forgot about him once he got injured. <laughs> well, he, he, he is his friend. Maybe he's like sending him little, you know, he's sending him like 80 bucks a week, like what he would get on championship or whatever. FedEx packages with little yeah. funny pills in them. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Work out more, brother. Yeah. <laughs> he's just sending them the python powder yeah. in the mail. Oh, yeah. That shit, steroid powder. What? We wish Johnny Valiant. I love that they're still just tying this together to Beefcake and Valiant. I just can't believe they're still doing this. The update. Well, it never goes away. Yeah. Oh, it's Dave Barbie. Is he yeah. Oh, God. David San Martino. David Bruno San Martino. <laughs> Which one looks like the star here? Dave Barbie. <laughs> Fucking seriously, he does. Dave Barbie it. is way too big to be a jobber. I know. They're wearing the exact same gear. Mm-hmm. Good lord with Dick Worley's mustache lately. So they're officially done with the David Bruno. Oh, yeah. Like, oh, that's yeah. not happening anymore. Look, Barbie's like, fuck this guy. <laughs> yeah, he's like, I can beat him. Barbie going over with the right hands here. Jack Lowitz reffing. Jack Lillane. Corner whip by Barbie. Charge. Uh, David Bruno turned him around the switch, slugging away. It was just like his old man. Look at that. Which like, the- whoa, he just punched him in the face. Like, how is this legal? Well, Jack Lowitz is very preoccupied with... Notice Bruno's quiet because he doesn't want to, like, give him away or something. He's just like... I don't uh, like it when he does that. By the way... That I was, was a good move. Speaking of old man Bruno, uh, our our old man friend uh, of the show, Chris Orlando, uh, he made a wry comment that... um Rye? Rye. W-R-Y. Mm-hmm. Not like rye bread. Mm-hmm. You know? I see. Uh, different kind of rye. Anyway... He made a comment that um, old man Bruno was only 49 at WrestleMania. And I said, yeah, but I associate old man Bruno with retired Bruno, but he is only 49. The thing is, is though, like, I thought... Power slam by David. Hang on. One, two, three. Go, go ahead. That was a slow count by Lowitz. Awful. Anyway, um, 
I thought it's like accepted though in any sport that like past 40 or like on borrowed time. Is it not? Like, well, not wrestling anymore. Not in wrestling answer. anymore, but I mean, even back then they were already doing the 40 thing in wrestling. You notice a lot of guys start leaving around then. Yeah. I just, uh, you know, to me, it's not a derogatory term. Old man Bruno means like when he's retired yeah. and he's an announcer. That's all. It's not. I mean, like, here's the thing. After 80 or whatever it is. I'm surprised now that I think about it that a lot of guys even sur survive to wrestle after 40. I don't mean like they would die. I mean that they would like actually like their hips would hurt and shit. Like almost all of these guys, literally every single one of them gets a hip replacement from wrestling. That's not true. I, there's so many. They, they so many are doing GoFundMe's for their hip. Well, I mean, it it's always hurts. the hip. Why are they doing? The I think it's because of the bumps, but specifically the hip gets fucked up. But Hogan had a big hip problem. I think even Flair got hip surgery. I think everyone. A lot of these guys get hip surgery. Flair's not hip. Let me put it that way. Mm -hmm. Oh, look at this. He did a suplex. They need to extract the alcohol out, <laughs> That's true. out of him. Bruno always uh, extra boisterous. Yeah, it's good. It, it, he did good. I know it's a very gregarious there. And yeah. I thought it was a magnanimous display of this head. Isn't he great? <laughs> oh, kudos there. And, and then he did this, and, and, and it was kind of shitty, but then he hit him. And as powerful as Barbie is, and he certainly is uh, extremely How long is this man. replay? But when you get caught like that, that does take the wind all out of you. And, and, the wind? Uh, it, it, you know, Putting me to sleep. You are, uh, it can do a number on you. And, uh, this first two matches were not very good this week. Well, you know how it is. Uh, by the way, for anyone curious, this is still the March... <laughs> Hang on. This is still the March 26th taping. Okay. Someone of your stature? How would you rate David Sammartino? at the moment in the World Wrestling Federation. Six out of ten. <laughs> well, it is, like you say, difficult because he is my son. But as I told you before, I felt that before he came here, he had to really be ready. And that's why I thought he was ready when he came here because he's had the experience by going in places like Japan, Australia, went to Manila, <sighs> South America, to gain all this experience. Strength-wise, I knew uh, of his strength Ooh, because uh, so I trained with him. And uh, he needed oh, they're playing him out. And now I think that well, along with this... He's doing a radio he show on David San Martino? On a bench press. He does a lot of great... It works out strength. good. He's not answering the question, Oh, that's though. not relevant anymore. They're not the tag champs. <laughs> I truly believe... Good. Otherwise, I wouldn't want to Whoa, see look it. at me. I, I look... believe that he has reached the yeah, stage now where he can... Well, maniac. Kind of cool, actually, yeah. in that gear, now that I think about it. I mean, back then? Yeah. That was hot shit. This is 85, baby. The stern face. He got purple hair. No. I know the speed that he has for a 250 pounder. How is this still happening? How is he still answering this one question? Like, how do you rate him? Yeah. That's all he asked him. And I thought it was really great. They, they've had the Pro Wrestling Illustrated, by the way. Don't, just there. Don't bring that up. <laughs> yeah. And I told him, why do you go to the supermarket at the broiled chicken? And he yeah. said, it's going to be good, but I want to get some paprika to put on it. And I said, we don't put paprika on the chicken. You got to get basil and oregano and margarine. They have still not gone to commercial. Yeah, it's a long one. Hey, here's another kid with a Hulk That new Hulk hat, that's new. I haven't seen that, that one. That is new. You must be right. Because yeah. all the kids got it. Yep. They're like, we got the Hulk hat. Are we getting Hulk hats? Still not at a commercial. Still going here. Okay. Oh, they're putting them over. <laughs> putting over David for his long career that he'll have yeah. there. Oh, fuck. They just devoted like three minutes to talking about David after the match. Pretty impressive. Yeah. Bulldogs. We talk about the international scope. Of the World yep. Wrestling Federation. Oh, it is called the World Wrestling Federation. The world. It's about time they uh, England, did some things the around the world. Bulldogs, <laughs> oh, the British. The British Bulldogs. To my left, Dynamite. This will be good. The British are coming. Fight, none other than Davy Boy Smith, 
Welcome, first of there all, to the Wrestling Federation. From the Navy. Your background, if I may start with you, Davy. Where are you from, and how did the two of you get together? Fish. Well, um, we're both from a little town called Wigan in England. Uh, Wigan. Oh, yeah, yes. Wigan, the old wrestling. He's gonna love asking what town they were call, from. Call, Gene needs to memorize it so he can say it. Oh, Wigan, England. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Wigan, England. Get in, in here. That's not where he's ever announced from, though. No. We grew up together. Is uh, it Manchester or whatever? Cousins, and know, Leeds. It depends. Yeah. Here, if I, can, if I can get the dynamite kid along. Yeah, yes. we're both cousins. <laughs> we was brought up together. Why do they look together. extra beefy <laughs> here? Like, <laughs> you know, <laughs> they, they look like fat. For a long, long time. <laughs> they, well, I'll tell you it's one their thing. Dynamite right, looks like he ate Burger King today. Absolutely buzzing. It's the hair. I'm serious. That seems to be a mark for Davy Boy Smith and yourself. You know something, Gene? This is the first time. You know, Gene, I had McDonald's today, and it was good. Royal with cheese. We're proud to be here. We're going to stay here. The British Bulldogs are strong. They're aggressive. So beef. They're looking. They're hungry. Well, they're looking for you know, competition. Chunky. Volta, George the Horian. Yeah. Sheik, Valentine. You name them. They're definitely on roids here. Holy shit. They the gotta top. be. We're good. They're puffed up. They haven't had on. enough time to work out well, enough to get, <laughs> get the muscles the from it. I guess so. I don't know. They're going for championship belts. Oh, they're going for belts? Oh, they're going for belts. Okay. Already. Thank you, USA. Thank you, USA. Thank you, USA. wonder where they're staying in the USA. Where are they hanging out? Do you think they got a in the same complex as Roddy Piper and Woodbridge? Woodbridge, yeah. There you go. Perfect. I was staying in an apartment complex in Woodbridge. I didn't know. I didn't stay. The Red's pretty champion. Anyway, what do we got here? You know, I was just popping in and out, so I, I just got this place. I'm not really there that much. I just had my hat. Is this uh, Aldo Marino? Yep. Hey! He's been here a lot. He's like the new Mac. He's reliable. Okay. Boom, boom, Bundy over yeah. here. Yeah. I had a feeling it was King Kong. Yep. Proudly from Atlantic City. I wish Gorilla was here so he could be like, Oh, the walking condominium! <laughs> there he is! Look how fat he is! <laughs> you know, they announced him at four, 450, but he's got to be over that 500-pound mark. You know, you know like I always. weighed 440. I know what that looks like. They used to weigh me in the truck stops. Yeah. Dick Kroll will be the referee. amazing conversation about the truck stop weighing. Is that from four? It's yeah, right. Probably, there's During like a hundred conversations at that one. I think the one we're thinking of is with um, it's Bam Bam versus a uh, one man gang. I right? feel like four, three, and four establish a lot of the gorilla canon that we oh, yeah. that we know for years. And the gorilla and Jesse bickering. Yeah, and like what Jesse also get on Terry about. Tyrell and Jade. That's true. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's a great time. Anyway, waist lock here by Bundy takedown to Marino. You know what's interesting, Quinn? We noticed when we were watching uh, in our in our salad days, we did a lot of different promotions. And if you recall, one of the people we saw was Bundy, and it was either world class. I want to say it was world class. Yeah. No one booked guys like Bundy. Not no one. I don't want a litany of corrections on this, but Vince booked King Kong Bundy like an unstoppable monster. I remember seeing Bundy elsewhere. And he was just another wrestler. His size wasn't used to differentiate him. Oh, they should have. I mean, look at him. Right. And, and again, he's a big boy. Yeah, he is. And he's he, tall and he's big. That's the thing. What is he about? Six four, maybe? He's a big guy. He's something around there. A tall man. And he's like towering over Aldo Marino. It's a good pick for an opponent. Look at yeah. Jimmy talking to some guy over no, there. I'm surprised. What? He seems like kind of tailor made to have Andre go to go toe to toe with him. Actually, I don't like you. Yeah, but he's not. Two swaps. So Andre won't get as upset because he's not close to being as tall as him. But he's. But they're no both. Big. E no big. They're both equally fat. But so. they're not too tall, so yeah. I like you. They're both equally big boys. So. Do you like soccer or football? <laughs> like I, I could believe that Andre would get a little hurt if King Kong Bundy sat on him. Like, 
Because, I mean, just look at him, right? <laughs> it's believable, is my point. Wouldn't it hurt if King Kong Bundy sat on practically anyone? Yeah, but Andre's got the, because of the girth, like, he oh, has, like, like, pushes his, he has, like armor a little bit, yeah. Right, like a whale. Yeah. Blubber. It's true, that's why it's hard to hurt him. It's, like, kind of like, you know, if they, you know how they can shoot, like, a lion, but it still, like, goes because it's just so fucking big? Like, you gotta shoot it a couple times, you gotta get in the head and stuff. That's what I mean. Like, if you shoot a lion in the, you know, in the, the beefy part, nothing much happens. What happens but... if you catch a tiger by its toe? <laughs> Stop. I heard if it hollers, let it go. Yeah. That's what I know. I'm not positive. But I wonder if there was, like, catching tigers by its toe contests. Like, that... you, you... <laughs> it's like, you can catch it, but only by the toe. Oh, you got it by the ankle bone. No, you're disqualified. You're, you're out, right? Is that some kind of... Whoop. Is that some kind of, like, euphemism we're not aware of? It's, like, really about getting hepatitis or something Possibly. in the 20s? Remember, he wants till five, by the oh, way. Oh, yes. Two. He, he already five. did the okay. three, so that was the extra two. Well, Bundy won with a knee drop, it looked like, huh? Not even that trademark. <laughs> well, would you get up after he sat on you like that? No, apparently not. This is a classic image here. Yeah, now, they use this in something. I yeah, know you're right. I don't know if it's this specific, but this imagery, at yeah. least, of Jimmy Hart leaping into Bundy's arms and Bundy's doing the five. The five, yeah. I think it's on, like, a lot of, like... The WWF in the 80s had people, like, well, those documents and it, documentaries, and it just shows a bunch of stuff, and they always show that clip of Bundy. And they brought in a bunch of different guys, and one of them was uh, King Kong Bundy. And uh, he Bill Bill Watts also had Mid-South Territory, and then uh, Bob Goggle. I mean, <laughs> Shut up, Gower. Stu Hart in Western Canada and Montana. Yeah. Anyway. I just watched that Tales from the Territory. You were telling me about... Stampede and... <laughs> what was it, like... Stu fell out of bed. And no, okay. So this story was amazing. Um, basically, and it's Brett telling it, of course. And he's like, you know, my dad, this one time, this guy, you know, we heard some noise outside the house and he was trying to steal my dad's car. That's right, yeah. And, and my dad came out and he beat him up and he dragged him in the house and he just, you know, he did holds on him for four hours straight. You know, the, the brothers were trying to stop him, but he just kept going. And then, you know, at the end, uh, he gave him a job as an usher at Stampede. <laughs> you know, that's a, the kind of guy my dad was. Yeah. You know, he would do something like that. I remember uh, this: the concept of, of Stu using it as an opportunity to fucking like do his holds on someone in the middle yeah. of the night for four hours, yeah, but in the kitchen this car. time. Uh, I'm gonna do something for you. Right, you can be a bit good with, uh, Look at the sign, by the way. Four hours. That's a long time. Yeah. King Kong Baldy. Yeah, that that'll catch on. Do they just have? someone write these and because they get like a dumb sign on camera the same time every show i'm starting to no notice. i still think these are genuine honestly because they look homemade yeah exactly they look homemade hmm i don't hmm. think they're that see hmm. this is the same company though that, hmm. that plays for four minutes bruno talking about david so i don't think they're that smart with this kind of thing fair play cool. yeah anyway king kong baldy like always, the first, the second commercial break takes seven years to get there. Yeah, they would eventually start using their time more wisely. Mm -hmm. They did. Like you really think they're they're managing the signs if they can't even figure that out? I mean, <laughs> Stephanie's what nine years old here. Maybe Vince is having her make signs after school. Yeah, Stephanie, can you make the Baldy sign? <laughs> we got a bunch of things here. Just uh, write them down on yeah. uh, on papers. Big John Crud. Yeah, you know, we got all different color uh, uh, sign color, so it looks like they're unique. Tito Santana figure four. Yeah, <laughs> that was one of the funniest. They're all Stephanie's ideas. I great. was in the business when I was a kid. <laughs> <laughs> Just wrote shit. It's true. <laughs> Honestly, you're right though. This is like, and I got. 
King Kong Bundy. <laughs> and, and, and we got King Kong Bundy, a uh, magnificent Morocco. <laughs> Like that. I like that we always um, default to it being JR explaining it, even though it's, he, he, it's not always him. But he did it for a long time. On the, There was like a 10 year period where there were 7,000 WF documentaries, and JR's always like, uh, Western Montana, Canada. It's the same clip like, from like 04 where he's wearing like the college football pullover yep, and like yep. the black hat. It's real. Yeah. And then Leroy Cleveland, McGurk. Cleveland Browns are my favorite team. Something like that. It's not his favorite team. I'm just. I'm just because I think I, I always think it's a Cleveland Browns coach. boomer sooner. <laughs> oh, okay. Okay. And I can't blame him. One What's up with the quality I don't know. Fly snooker. What? You can no. feel it. I'm certain. I'm gonna Rowdy, 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 Piper, I was at WrestleMania. Uh, I was Aerosmith. Absolutely obsessed with ridding professional wrestling of you. Good. He calls you a survivor. He calls himself a survivor. There's only one thing I like to say, brother, is that only in the people's mind of surviving is a life. A life upon surviving what? is yourself. Without yourself, what is he is saying? No is this like an inspirational thing? It's like a 16-year-old writing lyrics. You got to be a man. You got to be a person. A you got person. to understand and I'm realize a person. and to know exactly what you're talking about. Yeah, but about. you are. Are you, you a survivor of the life of the life of a survivor in your head of the surviving life? I don't know what he's talking about. Right? He doesn't. Your soul. See. You got to know he's, getting, he's getting excited though more than usual. Yeah, he's getting naked. You got to you know gotta have muscles. You gotta take steroids. Down in your feeling Gene hates this. Mm -hmm. You got to know because look what you see is what Gene, how much longer? What you look at is what you create. And what you create through life. But what is what he talking about? Did Johnny V write this promo yeah. for him? Is a feeling that him and Johnny V are starting to go toe to toe here. <laughs> takes nothing from a pain, <laughs> agony, and okay, is this penis a... because nobody likes to live say penis? Pain, agony, from agony and penis. Because nobody likes to live a life with pain. Thank you very Is much. this a blooper? No. There's no way they aired that. No, Piper's that aired. Here. Oh, God. Piper's Pit from MSG. This is the yep. day of WrestleMania. All of them recording all of it at the same time. Yep, and your theory is probably correct that it couldn't do it in front of an audience. Right. Because it would have been before well, look, WrestleMania. Look, he's still wet from the shower or whatever. Yeah. To you, just while the thoughts are fresh in my mind. <laughs> you see, you're looking at a couple of fellows that have never lost at nothing in their entire I bet life. This is like stern <laughs> because of Orndorff, maybe. All oh, right, they gotta Mr. T yeah. hype up this feud. Wants to come yeah. in and challenge us. I say, being the man that I am, come there on, is no Orndorff with them. <laughs> Notice that. Yep. Little did I know that the person that I picked for a partner. Had no guts whatsoever. No, I, I haven't been able to understand why yet, right? I don't either. Unless, unless Paul picking a fight with him now. Just run out of gas. I still can't believe Bobby just let that shit go with the with the money. Like didn't get pissed at him. That's true. Yeah. yeah. Hey, by the way, doesn't Bobby does manage Paul Orndorff? Doesn't he? He completely stepped away for this WrestleMania angle. That's true. So what does he think of all this? I wonder if we ever find out. I really don't. I wonder remember. if they connect the dots there. I mean, knowing Brain, he's like, "Oh, what a loser!" He's, he's yeah. The 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 humanoids and all this. Yeah, but that's true. We never 
he kind of just backed away from the build. Do you but think maybe they, that's how they're, they they knew they were going to turn him? So this is like this is perfect. We can get Bobby oh, away yeah, from good him, point, good and point. then nobody will notice when he doesn't come back. That's a good point, though. Yeah. Do you think that in the it was that, or if it was just maybe they felt Bobby being involved in all this was superfluous? We talked about this. We how, did. Yeah, how we, we did. thought that he would. I don't know. He like probably distract from it almost. Or also, Bobby isn't as established. It might have like taken away from him too. Yeah, good Maybe point. Maybe Bobby was smart enough to be like, I ain't getting involved in this shit. He had the Andre thing. That yeah. was good enough. Yeah, yeah, good point. You did you see Mr. T at the end of that fight? He was just laying there, blithering. Gotta know when to lay low, like right? So hold him like and hold him. Yeah. Just had a baby giraffe. Huh? What? <laughs> laying and quivering. Oh, what happened? I think he just ate a garage. What happened to the bodyguard? He was Saying things. Orndorff would have just had the strength to hold on to his man. We would have walked out of there winners. They're really you see, that's what an out the body, but where's the power to go with it? And the brain, <laughs> Mr. Blunderfall. What you ought to do, what you that ought to do, bad. is you've been riding yeah, on bad. my reputation, on Ace's reputation, long enough. Been there T, you've been riding on us long enough. The world's heavyweight champion is a complete shambles. He don't want nothing <laughs> to do with it. Yeah, no shambles. Yeah, sure. You're looking at a couple of guys that are victorious. Yeah, that's Ace, right? Mm -hmm. A couple of guys who all your heroes across you know, the world. saying that as much now. Isn't he do? He's Ace. He's dang. And my bodyguard. Yeah. Nothing but blithering idiots. Of course, that's just what we said we'd do in the first place. And being the men. So essentially, they're are, declaring victory yeah, <laughs> at, at WrestleMania. Even though. Because or, Orndorff lost, that's right. right. 2 2. 2 2? <laughs> that was funny. That was, that was good. Now, who's this here? It's Joe Murdo and uh, 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 Mighty, Jim Young. Yeah, the guy that's, that's McGee, but with a mustache. Stop. That's him. I know. Remember, don't forget. Joe. Here it comes. Oh, he's less enthusiastic now. This is the seventh match tonight. <laughs> yeah, Murdo! Look at that hair! Holy Remember when Joe Murdo got offense in that match recently? Yeah, it was incredible. He has 70s politician hair. I'm all, I'm all about it. Oh, oh God. These are his boys right here. Yep. Kenny Patera and John Studd. It's nice that Bobby has officially brought in the, the sweater vest thing. Yeah, I like that getup for yeah. him. It's a classic Bobby outfit. Stud is looking bedhead. Look at him. Mm -hmm. Good gravy. It's very interesting. Now, Quinn. is this the main thing? Because they, they were like, this is the big match or whatever. They said it earlier. No. This uh, was at the top of the list that they kept hyping this was week. Was it? Yeah. I forget what they hyped last oh, week. Oh, and we're going to have Big John Stud and <laughs> Kempatera. Yeah. Now Better tune in. Torture. You know what's interesting? What? As soon as WrestleMania is over, uh, Patera's back on TV. Yeah, but also this was filmed before WrestleMania. Quinn, they know it's airing after. Right. That's what I'm trying to say. They, they just didn't want him at WrestleMania. They kept him off TV for like a month, and then all of a sudden, now that it's airing after WrestleMania, he's back on. It's it's interesting to me. They just don't want him to be involved. No, I think Weasel Meat. <laughs> okay, now, I, Stephanie didn't think that one up. That's too weird. Some fucking psychotic yeah. thought that one up. Is, is it like dead meat kind of thing? Joel Weasel Rifkin? meat? Yeah. You know? Dog meat, you mean? Yeah. Remember that from Sewer Shark? Yeah. Sewer Shark. I got a two-word review for that shit shark. Look at Murdo. Yeah. He's telling the stud that he's going to slam him. He's going for it. Come on, Murdo. <gasps> oh. Uh, Joe Murdo trying again. By the way, speaking of, of AVGN, because we just referenced it or whatever, I was telling you the other day how nothing makes me feel old than to see the nerd getting older. Like, I mean, you know what I mean? Like, he's balding now, and it's just... 
it, it just, I, I get it, time. But it's like, it starts to make me feel older because the nerd's getting older. You, you know? are older, Quinn. Because, you know, he was so fiery when he first started and he was, you know, he was young and he was making this in college and whatever he was doing, right? Yeah, but then it became in a shitty apartment. But like, then it became his full-time job. Yeah. And you know, what does he have to be fiery about anymore? Because the nerd's an angry person. The character, at least. Yeah, but he's been playing that character for, what, 16 years? Yeah. Full-time? Well, now it's, like, completely separate, by the way. Like, even in the opening, like, this episode is sponsored by, it's, like, James Wolfe doing it, not the nerd. I know. It's very weird. I know that, but I'm saying he's been doing this character yeah. for a long time. Yeah. It's just crazy to me that that's that how old that is now. Like, 2007 or whatever was the first one, I think. No, I mean, the first first was 2004, but it became regular in 06. That shit was so funny when it first came out. Oh, yeah. He's a lot more influential than I think maybe either people realize or care to admit. No, I've heard it said now that, like, it's basically fully admitted that, like, the modern YouTuber was, like... He had a lot to do with it. It it was that his production values at the time, I understand not anymore, were way better than, like, any YouTube video around. That's, like, why he got noticed. Yeah, I know. I mean... Getting noticed for your production values is an, <laughs> like at first. Yeah, at happens. first it was just that he wrote a script, right, which was different. Yes. Then he started doing special effects and stuff, and he started doing lighting and getting like a little bit better with the you know visual aspect. Yeah, definitely. And then he started doing like more directing and like having like cuts and, and yeah. telling a story and blah blah blah. It's just like he kind of like was just very good. He's very good at what he did. Yeah, still is. And he had a movie making background. He went to school for it. He, you know, yeah, he knew he knew what he was doing. Right. But he was very very good at it. Right. He really was writing. His writing is his weakest point, and even that was still funny. But that was actually the worst thing he did was his actual script writing. Believe it or not, he didn't know. This was interesting. I saw like a documentary on him. Um. He relied on the reason Mike was important in the beginning. Mike was the gamer. James was just more of a casual. Yeah, he he played casual. NES games when he was a kid, kind of thing. Yeah, he needed so Mike. He needed Mike to find the games, basically. Correct. Mike is like our Richard. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. In a way, they say the biggest error in the in the AVGN movie, which was like a big flop and is awful. Yeah, I know. Was that we guess, saw it. guess who the only person? that wasn't involved with it was Mike Mattei. Mike. But didn't yeah. he not want to be? Well, what it was is they put him in charge of Cinemassacre while the movie was being filmed. And remember, there was like those weird like Mike Plays Games videos and yeah, shit. that sucked. It was just there to like, it was just filler. He's like very fill-in. That was the plan though. Like, because yeah, he, I get it. Because James was like, I can't do, we know that. Like, yeah. you can only, you, you, you only, only have time do, for so much content, right? So, much, yeah. so the plan was Mike fills in while James is doing the movie. Yep. And that's kind of why Cinemassacre got, like, crappy for a period. This match is still going, by the yeah. way. This I like ma- this discussion, like, though. Yeah. But, you know what's interesting We're about We're talking it? about making YouTube videos on a YouTube video. You know, I think a lot of people... I, I know myself. Mm. Nice clothes on my stud. On Murdo cover. That might be it. One. That might do it, too. Oh, he pulled them up. Oh, why did they do that? Network works. <laughs> um, sometimes people ask, you know, like, what podcasts influenced us? And... My answer is always none. Like, it, I took my cues from, like, um, radio and angry video game nerd and sitcoms and stuff yeah. like that. Like, it really, James, James Rolfe, I know we say woof, people think that we're serious. I'm so, like, we get corrected on that still. Are you serious? Yes. We know it's James Rolfe. Oh, uh, that's it, because Patera's breaking it up. Good. Patera did something that didn't involve fast food. He's the muscle. 
<laughs> yeah, he certainly is. Um, he's the rock, if you yeah. will. Um, yeah, I mean, I think James Wolf was definitely of influence uh, even for both do, of us. Yeah, right? even though we do an audio, that's a good sign, kid, mm-hmm. Bobby the Weasel Hinnon. Even though we do an audio show, his style to me was very inspiring of the tell a story, mm-hmm. but you can also do it in your editing. It, yeah. I, there's something about what he did that the I really The other thing I, I, I always appreciate when nobody ever really talks about, but I always notice it, I always felt like he, he did his own thing, right? Like, yeah, his effects were corny and stuff, but it was his... He knew that, though. But what I mean by that is that he he took inspiration from things that he liked, like cheesy horror movies yeah, and stuff like that. Exactly. And he, and he just, he didn't give a shit that, you know, it was cheesy. He just, li- that was what he liked. Absolutely. And he still got a following for it. Yeah. You know? Well, All right, we're here, and there's some weird shit. Bundy and Hart? There's a bag around someone's head? Or no, that's Bundy. And Neidhart? What? In addition, of course, to the Mr. Fuji here? Remember? No, he, Jimmy Hart has him now, remember? Is it official? Yeah. Under your hand, under your guidance, if you will. You better believe it, baby. Standing next to these two men, I feel as safe as in the vault of Fort Knox, baby. I got Jim Neidhart now, baby. That's You know, when Greg the Hammer called me to put together the connection, the real connection, he said, you know, I want somebody rough and tough. I want a strong man, and I found me one, baby. And a Valentine Neidhart Bundy Bundy fit the names Ragtag but yeah. right now let me introduce to you wrestling world the one and only Jim the Anvil Neidhart oh. you know something everybody He's is wandering around here claiming about how good a shape they're in <laughs> everybody's in such good shape well let me tell you Jim something nobody is in good a shape as myself <laughs> and Bundy <laughs> and all of Jimmy Hart's men Nobody's in good shape as we are. Talking about and shape. What are our shape. opponents going to do? Little they have shapes, that's for sure. Trapezoid. Wow, they're already calling out the British Bulldogs? Wow. What are they going to team up, these two? The original Hart Foundation. The Bundy Foundation. I don't even really need a microphone. I could hear you all the way from Reno, Nevada. Yes. King Kong Bundy, Atlantic City, New Zealand. Atlantic City. He said it. But did you notice how he snuck in Reno, Nevada for Neidhart also? Wait, wait, go back to that because he said Atlantic. I know, I heard it. Atlantic City. Absolutely nothing. He speaks right in Reno. <laughs> you know, I don't, I don't even really need a microphone. I can hear you all the way from Reno, Nevada. Yes. King Kong Bundy, Atlantic City. News. <laughs> <laughs> we're talking about the WWF. We're talking about the Atlantic. hot set of professional wrestling in 1985. It's right here. And that's the only place King Kong Bundy should be. Six foot six, 450. Oh, six, six. Not legit. Six, four, probably. probably. That sounds about right. Yeah. What's been making me oh. sick since I've been here in the WWF is them having the nerve, these promoters having the goal to put me in a ring with one man. I should Ooh. be in the ring with Oh, he wants handicap matches. Okay. One time. I don't care who it is. Give me the... This guy wants to fight anybody. He didn't give, give a shit. Yeah. Give me you don't mean heels like that, but they're usually cowards. He does. He's not. Yeah. I'll fight everyone. He wants a five count. He wants yeah. to fight two people. What about yeah. this five count? You oh. are demanding of officials throughout the World Wrestling Federation, not for a three count, but a five count. This is bullshit. The only man in the history of professional wrestling to demand a five count, Gene. And the reason for that is I don't want anybody getting beat by King Kong Bundy and coming out of that ring and saying they got a fast count okay. and they didn't really lose. I kind of like that the count situation out of it. I know. And give you that I kind of like this. Jim Neidhart's like laughing over there. roll you on your back and the referee counts to five, then there's no doubt in anybody's mind. You they have the same beat. trunks. All right. It's good. I made Jimmy Hart, manager extraordinary for these two. Look at it. Just look at this collection it's here. Good. It's very good. These are my guys, baby. <laughs> We've seen these men in single competition. Are we going to be seeing Atlantique. them as a tag team Atlantique. in the future? Probably 
probably so, but let me tell you something right now. We're looking for anybody, anybody, anybody that wants to challenge my men. Bring them on, baby. We are ready. King Kong Bundy, Jim the Amber Lightheart, and the one and the only Greg the Hammer Valentine, the Intercontinental Heavyweight Champion, along with Jimmy Hart. We are ready. The real you connection. Know, it's Bring interesting. Them on. Right, right. Jimmy right. always right. seems to have here. champions. Even from the beginning, he had the Intercontinental Champion. Yeah, I see. Yeah, he always has a champion, right? People, it, it's, it, we always joke, like, oh, Bobby's the best manager, but Jimmy's, like, the most successful, like, low-key. Like, he always has titles. He had the IC and the tag. Yeah. A bunch of times. Then he had the world with Hulk Hogan. Long-time manager. Yeah. Oh, we're playing the Beverly Hills cop music. Very good. He did a nice job. Really. Axel F or whatever. Yeah. Okay, so that's the end of this. I say. You know what that means. You know what that means. More exciting fucking action. More fucking action. Fucking. How would he say it? He wouldn't. Yeah, just fucking. More fucking action. Yeah, he has to say it like that. Can't pronounce the E at the end. No. no. Also to join us, the tag team combination of Bret Hart and Jim Neidhart. We'll see them for the very first what? time on Championship Wrestling. What? Yes, I thought he was a tag team with Bundy. Bad sequencing too. on that. Yeah. We're going to be a tag team, baby. They are tough. That's also great. The Hart Foundation, Bulldog. I guess. Well, they're not called that oh, yet. Oh, sorry. I don't know what that means. The tag team combination yes. of Bret Hart and Jim <laughs> Danville. Right, they're Hart. only a combination. Yeah. I do like the update with Hillbilly Jim. Oh, we'll get to see what's going on over there. Yeah. Now, does this take place in the real time next week? Mm. <laughs> oh, no. Are you serious? So. It's, it's only episode still not two. there yet. Only episode two of the taping. Oh, boy. Right? I mean, there's usually three at least. tapings were two. No, it's three or four, isn't it? Ugh. I think it's at least three. Well, let's see what we have from Richard on the extras. Ah, more fucking action. I always like it. You know it's going to be some crap from All-Star, probably. Or maybe like something with Edouard Companchier or whatever. Oh, not again. <laughs> the Canadian stuff. I love it. Canadian content. Canadian oh, content. We'll get you back up into the ring in just a moment or two for more exciting fucking action. There it is. There it is. What do we got, Richie? All-star. All-star. Canada exclusive show. Hey, Donnie Morocco, though. His hair's all scraggly. Doesn't give a shit. Yeah. Is that the only ref they have up there? Is Jack Reynolds the ring announcer? Maybe. Does this have four-wheel drive? Possibly. Is he fighting? Oh, Can Canadian content, Joe. There it is. The jobber's Canadian this time. <sighs> and Jesse's doing... Because Jack Reynolds is still calling the, the announcing. It's a mess up there. But they, you know, they don't have enough to pay a ring announcer anymore, I guess. When huh? can Vince just not have to do it here? Like, is, do they own the territory yet? Like, what is this shit? They, mm, are they doing it's not this? about that. What is the purpose behind putting it in Canada? It's so dumpy. To be completely honest, I don't remember why they did it in Canada. Cheap. <laughs> I don't know. And they make all sorts of shows in Canada, even today. Yes. All, always cheap cable shows. Like, everything on HGTV is in Canada. Oh, absolutely. A lot of the Hallmark movies and, yeah. and things like that are, too. Mm -hmm. I really... This this bizarre period, and I don't know how long it lasts, where um they try out Jesse as a play-by-play -play guy sometimes. What? No, I mean, he's been doing it on All-Star, remember? We've heard him do it. Is he the play-by-play -play on this? Yeah, listen. Boom, a big hammer to the oh, true. 
And Jesse knows the moves. He's not even bad at it. It's just jarring. You know yeah. what I mean? It's just Jack running. Does he stinks? Yeah, he's stinky. Maybe he was nice, but he stinks. Oh, that's us. Thursday night, April eighteenth. You have an opportunity to see World Wrestling Federation action okay. at the Dunn Who's there? Recreation Hulk? Center. The British Bulldogs will be in tag okay. team they're, they're good. You'll see Ricky Steamboat and He's good. Beefcake uh. all coming to Hi, the Dunn Recreation Center, Elizabeth, New Jersey, this coming Thursday night, April 18th. I don't think I'm going to go, are you? That's a mixed bag there. Yeah. Very mixed. You'd think they'd at least give us maybe Roddy Piper or some shit, right? I mean, Ricky Steamboat's a, a nice up-and-comer. Yeah, but he's nothing yet. Maybe Don Morocco could headline it, perhaps. People know who the fuck he is in 1985. You wouldn't buy a ticket to see Rick Steamboat? At this point, I don't know dick about him. You don't know Rick? Yeah, I, I haven't... There's no attachment to him yet. Right, no, this is you know true. I mean? He doesn't like, have the, the dragon hat. You're, you're using your your foreknowledge... You know, not even my three knowledge. Yeah, your four four knowledge, five knowledge. No, not yet. Let's not yeah. get carried away. Donnie Morocco doing his usual United States version of a squash match. <laughs> Nothing. <laughs> Don't worry, Edward Companchier or whoever you are. <laughs> Roger Rabbit. I don't yeah. know what's his name. I don't know. The, the Canadian. I don't know what his name is. The, Jack Reynolds. The Canadian guy. Uh, the magnificent one. He's gonna dedicate the pile driver to me. Check this out. This guy definitely got all of this uh, money on this. He got fifty bucks for that. That was awful. I think he took it away because that. He, he well, I don't messed. think he wanted to hurt the guy, right? He just. Why did he like go limp in the middle of the pile driver? Did he get knocked know. out? Perhaps for real? No, no not at all. That, that might have. That might have been him waking him up. Maybe. So Fuji didn't... I like how Jack Reynolds has to get up and do this. Yeah. Also, Fuji's just not even there. Doesn't bother. I'm not going there. I can't get into Canada. That's <laughs> It's a bad start. I don't want to drive up there. I don't do that. Yeah. It's still... You know what I do like about this era? It's still, like, small enough. What is this? What is this from the 60s? <laughs> Look at this. This is actually not a lot of people this looks know. Like AWA. Not a lot like, of people know this. When Vern's in the in the the house with the fireplace. That's the wrestler movie, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, when he's watching TV on in the fireplace. Oh no, I don't know if I can escape his dropkick. Yeah, that shit. Dude, you're like 61. Stop wrestling. Yep. Anyway, how about Whipper Billy Watson? Who is he fighting? Whooper. The Whooper. No, it wasn't the Whooper. I'm making the that Whopper. Up. No, it wasn't Whipper Billy, Billy Robin Watson. It was Billy, Billy Robinson. Robinson. Yeah. yeah. He's got a devastating dropkick. Yeah. It's real. What do I do, Vince McMahon Sr.? Yeah. Ah, fuck you. <laughs> Remember oh, that yeah, they're scene all, like, his head, head, well, like, at the pool? I got all the promoters at my house. <laughs> Vince Sr.'s like, fuck. Yeah. What's this now? <laughs> Sorry. This is actually the beginning of the Woodstock movie. Oh. Opening for Jefferson Airplane. <laughs> Brutus looks like it's from the 70s. Rising to the top oh, of no, the world Quinn. Federation. You know who it is. His manager claims he's the leading contender for the World Heavyweight <laughs> Championship. <laughs> currently held by Hulk Hogan. You'll see. Is Johnny Bannon. Will you come <laughs> oh, <in>? no. <laughs> Brutus? Listen, I just come <laughs> in here with my friend. I got a buddy. You see this? Does he have a North Face on? What is this? <laughs> the Canada sticker. This is all he cares about. He's not here to talk about wrestling. He's just here to be stupid. What did he say about number one contender or whatever? Johnny Billy, V? Billy, no. Billy Red said that he manages the man that he says is the number one contender. Brutus Beefcake? No, Johnny V claims that Brutus Beefcake is the number one. No one believes him. I know. 
Not look one at, person. Look at him. All right. This this is bound to be entertaining, though. Sarajevo, is that where we are? Sarajevo. That's right, sir. Don't throw sneaking around there tomorrow. This is Sarajevo, Switzerland, wherever the heck this thing come from. <laughs> my man gave you the ski on your left hand. I'm going to just get on to clarify something, very specifically state a very simple fact. Brutus Beefcake, <laughs> managed by yours truly right here, Luscious Be Johnny. Hi. I am so sick and tired of the people saying, well, whatever happened if your man got against Hulk Hogan? Well, whatever happened if my man wrestled Hulk Hogan? If Brutus Beefcake ever went to that ring with Luscious Johnny on the outside and wrestled Hulk Hogan for the title, you know what I happened there, don't you? that never happens. Hulk Hogan oh, wouldn't worry. be the champion anymore, you understand? That's why people are leery. That's why the promoters are leery to let... Leary. Hulk Hogan wrestle my main man. That's why. <laughs> Speaking of Hulk Hogan, yeah, his protege, Hillbilly Jim. Oh, this is the most Canadian thing I've ever seen. <laughs> Billy oh, Red Lions, Johnny V. In a Canada, like in a Canada coat. <laughs> like the hazy cam. Yeah. Was he progressing? I understand that the hillbilly Jim is no longer among the land of the walking. I understand that he's doing the bunny hop somewhere like, you know, you do the bunny hop, you know, those old polka parties back in New York City. The man's only got one leg now because let's just Johnny. And polka Brutus parties in New York City. That's real. Kneecap. That's what happened in San Diego, California. And let me tell you something. If you ever decide to come back into the ring again. Well, just go ahead and break the other leg. <laughs> We're coming right back after this. Then you can walk messages. around in a wheelchair. Bye. Hart from Calgary, Canada. Oh, Brett Hart. Son of the great Stu Hart, one of the famous <laughs> Brown types. older generation wrestlers. What is this? Here we are. What is this? Why am I talking like this into the mic? Let's see what we, we got, got here. Younger generation uh, shook his hand. Now, this guy's definitely Canadian content. He's you know, uh, he kind of looked like Larry Fine. Yeah. <laughs> Ron Hutchinson. And they're pushing back and forth a little bit. And Ron Hutchinson's from Colorado. No, collar and elbow. He said Jesse's by himself. Oh. Another collar and elbow. Ron Simmons. In a <laughs> no, not Ron Richard Simmons. Simmons. Richard Simmons. Sorry, wrong Simmons. Does not look at Ron Simmons. Not Ron, Ron Simmons. Sorry, Richard from, Simmons. Uh, Oh, there's Jack. At least you knew who I was thinking of. I did. Side hug by Bret Hart. Nice takedown by Bret. I noticed Brett. Brett now has the um, Hitman boots on. Yeah, he does. And a nice little competitive match. He's got long tights. He wasn't wearing those the whole time. Yeah, he's no longer a cowboy. Yeah, you gotta be a new cowboy. All right. Another handshake. Another lockup here. Collar and elbow. Bret Hart backs uh, Ron Hutchinson in the ropes here. His tights suspiciously away. match a guy named Jim Neidhart's tights now. They do. It's almost like they planned that, huh? Yeah. A... Hmm. You know, I you know I saw what Jim was wearing, and I said, you know, that that looks good. I think we could be a tag team. You got more of those. Um, Jesse's. Where'd you, where'd you get those? He stole them apparently. Yeah. So I had to I had to find the guy he stole them from. from Bus Depot somewhere. Yeah. I don't know. White Plains, New York. White Plains. May first, a supercard certainly will be lined. What's up in White Plains? Supercard. What do they get? Friday, May third, the return of the World Wrestling Federation to the Meadowlands Arena. Oh, oh that dump. Rutherford, New Jersey tickets are on sale. Brandon Burn dump. Box office. It's going to be at that. The Meadowlands for the World Probably. Wrestling Federation. Yeah. Friday, May third. By the way. Brett told us well. another story on the Tales from the Territory, which was kind of amusing. Did he? That, um, I think it was Dean or one of his brothers. What happened? Um, so, the Andre was late to the airport. Oh, yeah. This, uh, Wayne. You've heard of this story? Where he raced to the, yeah, he I raced to the airport, and then book. Andre was like, I'm never gonna fucking back come back to this territory ever. I'm never doing this again! And he didn't. Like, he actually never came back after that, because he was, like, so fucking angry. 
learned from his yeah, but father also, Jack. Didn't Vince get him exclusively after a point where he wouldn't have come back anyway, right? Apparently they like tried. Oh, Stu did? Yeah, and Stu the brothers never told Stu because they were too afraid of like what he would do when, if he heard what they what they did because they were oh, yeah. kids or whatever. Yeah, yeah. And like Stu was like puzzled and Andre never really told him either. But then like, Brett have to like become Andre's friend again by like... Right, Brett, and Brett says at the end, you know, I, I, when I came to WF, uh, you know, he didn't like me. He, he didn't like me. He still remembered. And I, I finally had to say, uh, you know, that uh, soccer players were better than the uh, American football yeah. and then he... Oh, you get him a drink. Oh, he was like, you know, it took a few years. It yeah. wasn't you know, it, for him to warm to me again. He tells that story. Yeah. You know, and then he wanted to wrestle me. Yeah. He requested to wrestle me. Mm-hmm. In France. I don't remember where it was. I think it might have been. Hey, is Ronald Reagan the referee? Brett wasn't even driving. That's the thing. He was just like in the car. I know. It was Wayne. Yeah. I think it was Wayne. Or it was Dean. It wasn't Dean. I think it was Wayne. One of them. But Hart. But Hart. There he is. Why does he have an afro? What is that? What is that hair right it's now? It's very hot air up there. Yeah. Real powerful against Ron Richard Simmons is <laughs> sad. Oh no! Oh no! Body shop time. Uh. Well, he's got the blonde hair now, huh? Manhattan Welcome shirt. To Jesse the Body Ventura's body shop. Oh, he's got makeup on and this time. Got some that's just that's for great. You yeah. I want to bring in three of the most distinguished wrestlers in the world Who is today. It? Wrestlers and managers. Bob Heenan. Bobby the Brain Heenan. The whole, the whole crew here. Okay. The brain of wrestling. To like me, an AWA reunion over yeah. here. What is this? Wrestling, Big John Stud. Jesse and the jeans. The <laughs> man I like that the segment the starts with them working out. That's <laughs> pretty. That's a good touch. Yeah. That's the yeah, body. in my gym. Yeah. Hey, it's what works. Well, I'll tell you what's on the agenda in my mind. You know, Andre the Brain giant leather coat. He's running around <laughs> with a lot of cash. He thinks he's going around. Yeah, that's very unbrain like from later years, right? But he will wear that coat in AWA all the time. I've seen like a million promos from AWA. That's his AWA coat. Yeah. Yeah. He definitely didn't wear that later. Vince is like, don't wear that shit. I think so. Yeah. And there's only one brain, <laughs> and that's me. Well, I, but isn't a leather coat like back then, like you got some money? Because like, they're expensive? Or are they considered tacky? Because they're so expensive. You know what I mean? It's like one of those things. I thought they were. I don't know. I wasn't around. I walk around with a bag of hair that comes from Andre. A bag of hair. Still going on about it. That he tried to steal from me. Hey, I am the giant. The whole world knows it right now. I am the giant. In my opinion, there's only one man, maybe one man. My opinionation, the, the sun is going to surely shine. <laughs> what is this light? What is going on? I don't know. Right now we're the greatest the light fall over? I don't know. Because everybody can assess that just from, from what we've done what? with Andre and whoever partners. <laughs> 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 I Saskatchewan. I want to thank you, gentlemen. Okay, bye. What a crappy interview yeah. show. The Body Shop is not a good interview show. It does stink. Can we just be honest? Even though Jesse's... Oh, God. Good. 1966. Are we going to watch the whole show here? <laughs> Mr. Morocco, welcome to oh, well. the Wrestling. I know your goal is to we know why this is capture there. the World Heavyweight Championship. What is this reception? Know. You know, it's all always a real half pleasure to be in Canada. <laughs> Because everything is always in half in Canada. Your dollar's worth half the American dollar. <laughs> Your people are worth half the, the strength and goodness of the American people. Boy, oh boy. Your intelligence wow. is half of our intelligence. You know, and even less than half of mine because I am the paragon of professional wrestling. The people in Canada have only <laughs> been Jericho still at? <laughs> television, only been fortunate enough to watch me through the through the magic of the video world. They only know 
half the video world the video yeah. world video drone yeah video drone half of the magnificent ones real growth every day every way just like my manager mr fuji every day he doesn't stand he said it. <laughs> bloated like a toad for nothing he has reasons for looking bloated and swollen like a toad he is training me in the finest sumo methods the finest karate methods the finest methods of all I'm martial fat arts because he, he must mind, be a sumo wrestler that's, that's and great and he look at his jowls and how they hang down and the sickness in his face and the evil and the despair that he keeps pushing this like evil yeah, this darkness evil, yeah. thing like it's just don Morocco. Yeah. He's making me dark. <laughs> yeah, but like he's my not. evil, like, Elvira or he's something. He's just making him fat. Yeah. Avoiding us. The Wouldn't it be great if the end, like, the end of the storyline is like, wait a sec, this is just, this is just cholesterol or something, like, and he just realizes he's making him fat. Is that all he turns face? And it was just a big, long, like, prank by Fuji all along, the managing. Now you suck. I was waiting for you to figure it out, boy son. Gotcha. The magnificent Morocco. Don't go away, we're coming right back. Hi. Oh, no, good lord. No, TNT, everybody. Richard, this is a really long one. Well, I mean, we missed the whole Rusty Brooks, uh, oh, right. Rick Steamboat, Moon and the Lanny Kai. Mr. Fuji. Uh, Moon Duck spot with Fuji? The, uh, is he managed by bones. Fuji now? God, I hope so. Swamps and you still don't know where the, <laughs> Spotty what, deserves what, a manager. He's good. He's the best. The <laughs> I do not know, but the way he looks at Boone and at my beautiful trophy, he loves Boone. <laughs> you see how devastating Moon Dog is? It's good to have Fuji on TV. It is. Yes, I saw it. I wonder, Mr. Fuji, you never really have the opportunity, or, or you have the opportunity, we don't avail the opportunities of the Moondogs to, to speak. Could we ask you to oh, ask? Oh, it is oh. very honest. Ah, yes. Moondog, say something. Full American people, say. <laughs> say? He's, gonna, he's actually going to Speak. Gonna say speak. speak. <laughs> <laughs> down, he said down, something. Down. Yeah. <laughs> Good doggy. Did you did you understand what he said, Mr. Fuji? A little. <laughs> he's happy and hungry. Every time when dogs speak, uff uff, he wants something. See. In this but case, he's, he's hungry. Is someone yeah. laughing? Dog yes. Who? Very unusual. Alfred Hayes of me laughing too. This is just you. Uff uff, he wants something. See. In this case, he's hungry. Yeah, yeah, somebody did laugh. It was Alfred, I think. Very unusual dog, one of its kind. And Mr. Fuji, so happy. Would it be a, dog. a pedigree for sure? Ah, maybe this so is he really just a dog? Is that like what the... They're like Ghostbusters? Like how they, you know, how they turned double. into people? Cross double. Uh, apparently. Kind of a, a mutt type situation. Not mutt. Cross breed. Very <laughs> good final bloodline this. Yeah. Very good bloodline. What sort Very of... Very good. <laughs> what sort of hopes and aspirations do you have? Oh, I have great hope for this one. Here. <laughs> because this one, he listened to Mr. Fuji. But the other one does not. Once in a while, so I put him Rex in camp. Rex doesn't? So, concentration camp. Fuji camp in Louisiana Swamp. Mm. To teach him hard work. This one here, very That's good. That's what he's... That's what he's... Wait, Moondog there. spots if his favorite, eh? He's going to send him back to the snake. Just and the... Rex doesn't listen to him? Yeah. <laughs> Right. That explains why Moondog Spot always gets the TNT bookings. TNT. He's like on every show. <laughs> oh. And good luck to Moondog Spot. Good luck. We'll be back. I mean, I'm fine with him. Vince, what the hell was that? <laughs> Look at Hayes. Well, firstly, may I... Like, <laughs> no, come on, come on. Is this like etiquette with they're Lord Br Alfred? They're British. See? This will be good. Stuart Granger. 
who has kindly consented to come along. He's not a butler in that respect, but he's a he's gentleman. He's not Doc Butler. Gentleman. And he's direct from the British Empire. might be Doc Butler, Ambassador. just in a butler's and outfit. And he is going to assist us with this high tea. Now, oh, it's high tea. Obviously, the well, British the bulldogs, bulldogs are there, like, know about I like how Spotty's still there. With the bone? Yeah. I like the bulldogs are all indignant in their gear. Mm-hmm. Vince is like, oh, Spotty on his, uh, kneeling on the ground. So for the benefit, doggy. benefit of Mr. Fuji and his um, somewhat unusual um, friend there, and yourself, uh, Vince, how did this shit get on TV? About this. Like, Vince I, had a deal so with the uh, USA. I legitimately Stuart, always ask it when I see this show. Good. How we make the actual I actually tea. like it now. Thank you. As you know, afternoon tea. The butler. <laughs> <laughs> That's Doc Butler. My there country. he is. Greatest contribution to Western Two civilization. Two one show, huh? Wow. So I'll endeavor to I think that's just him, Joe. My American friends here. I just wanted to give him some airtime. Yeah. Japanese friends. The most important thing. And the dog, too. Oh, yes. And the dog. <laughs> the most important thing, of course. They're just pretending the he's an actual dog, aren't they? What do you mean pretending? Coffee where you At least from the moon, the remember? No. That's how dogs look up the moon. Right. Boiling. The, um, the secret is is to first warm the pot. Um, the water in the pot, it conducts through the china, and this perfects the brewing process. Um, before adding the tea into like the I pot, said, how did this get on television? Water. Yeah, but Quinn, um, it's simultaneously fascinating and, like, off-putting, because this is a wrestling-related show yeah. in 1985, and this is what's on it. I would just skip this show. That's how, like, boring it is. Oh, you know what? We Sometimes we try to have a call to action for some of the fans. Yeah. We know some of you out there were watching the WWF in 1985. Here's your call. Here's your homework for the comments section, mm-hmm. or if I'm, you're on the audio version, just let us know however you want to. If you were watching in 1985, and if you had the USA Network, A, did you watch this show? Mm-hmm. And two, what did you think of it? That's what we want to know. Right? Is yep. that fair to ask? Because mm-hmm. we weren't around. This was only on until 86. I didn't, I didn't watch this. <laughs> right. There was no way to. And I'm glad I didn't. But if you were around and you were a wrestling fan, let us know. Well, maybe we could give him a glass of milk or a saucer of milk something on the like carpet that, yeah. or saucer. something like that. Um, uh, shall we also explain that each cup must have a spoon? That is correct. And that the is there uh, a payoff here? milk, no. not cream. Gar- there the never is a payoff. The first, <laughs> and then the tea, nothing is added after. Now let us get to these They're uh, going to spill it or something. Like That's all it's going to be. Nice looking, scrumptious looking... Vince thinks that he's like some kind of fucking, well, if we start here, here we you know, social <laughs> class comedian. It's not even funny though. Like that's what yes. I, that's what gets me about it. He thinks he's like a Three Stooges film or something. It's you know what I mean? Horrible. Scones. Mm-hmm. Oh, scones are good. That is correct. Yes, that is a crumpet. Uh-huh. The Over biggest here. problem is everything yeah. goes on to way too long. Coconut like it's delights. like ten minutes. They gotta pad that time. So is this a real thing they do on high tea? They just eat a bunch of cookies yeah. like assholes. It's just like, it's basically just a party. That's all it fucking is. High tea? It's like when, you know, women get together and shit. I don't see any women here. Yeah, that's why this is dumb. Like, <laughs> let, me, let me hear that. It's like a ladies thing. It is? Mm-hmm. Lovely, lovely. Now then, what do you think about this, Vince? 
Oh. <laughs> <laughs> he legitimately well, zoned out. Tell you what, let's do, Alfred. Uh, Davey's laughing. Um, why don't we um, look at Spotty? Wait a minute. Why don't we? Why don't we serve uh, some? We'll be back and let's serve the. Cut <laughs> your paws off that. The uh, the dog seems to. Why am, I, why am I laughing at this one? I have like no patience for this. We'll be back with more TNT and we'll be serving high tea. They're, they're having TNT on TNT. Great. High TNT. Just control that thing there, Yeah, it gets another segment. Chaps. He said chaps. You know what the worst part is? I have to like pee and I don't want like <laughs> these guys. We're almost done. TNT and I gotta pee. TNT and I got but pork pie. I think it's like making me hate it more. Did you know that you have to they're the ones in the center. You have They're to know what a crumpet is to understand cricket. Stop. Obviously, you like that. You like scones? They're all right. I'm a fan of scones. Like hold, yeah, they taste pretty good, actually. I'm a, I'm a scone guy. I'm a scone guy. How was this on television, Joe? Like, seriously? I'm not really sure. It's like, I actually like this era, and I just am like, this is the worst shit I've fucking ever seen. You don't like uh, TNT at all, do you? No. You really don't. It's hideous. You're not even, he's not exaggerating. Now, this is coming from someone who likes the four doinks, I mean, uh, the Clowns R Us uh, King's Court match. Yeah. This is no good. So Quinn's not averse to liking things that are, you know, mm -hmm. of this ilk. At home, with Her Majesty. Oh my god. Did you make this yourself, Lord? They're not even saying anything funny. I know. Took the teapot to the kettle, you know. Hey, what you doing? No, 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 no. What's the matter, you? What is Never seen anything like Richard. There really isn't anything funny about this, though. There's nothing. like three things. There's nothing. But it's way too long. Quinn's gonna have to... I'm gonna, like, leave in a second. And I'm gonna have to end the show myself at this rate. I might actually do it, Richard. He has to pee. The man has to urinate. And every dog, when they have to go, where do they go? They go out. They go like, out. I'm going out. Well, I will pause this here to continue the discussion. So... While I host this show solo, I would like to know from all you guys out there, as I mentioned, if you were watching uh, not just wrestling, but specifically the WWF, because, I mean, if you watch the NWA or, you know, whatever, whatever you watch, you know what I mean? I guess uh, Jim Crockett was now on TBS by April of 85. But if you were a wrestling fan, and I emphasis on the word wrestling, I'm sure you hated this. Then again, if you were a WWF fan, uh, I could see it going both ways. I, I don't hate it the way Quinn does. I don't think it's particularly funny or written. Not even well written. I don't think it's even written. Just a bunch of people sitting around with <clears throat> reading rainbow quality camera work and you know lighting and stuff. No offense to reading rainbow. Great PBS program. Big fan growing up. LeVar Burton. Um, but I, I don't know. I'd like to know what you guys thought of it. I haven't seen a lot of TNT that I've actually liked. I think the best parts of TNT, in my personal opinion, <clears throat> are not the produced segments like this, but it's when uh, the wrestlers are on the set and just being 
semi out of character talking. I like that. I think that that does a good job here. Uh, the other thing that I like is the Modelo Chalada. Sometimes I get that beverage. Uh, it's an excellent beverage made by Modelo, and uh, it's uh, Limon y Sal, which of course means lemon and sal. I'm just kidding. Um, it means lime and salt. Wait, Limon is lime, right? No, is Limon lime? Limon is lemon? Spanish is... I, I still can't remember. Anyway, it's a, it's a beer. You ever heard of it? Cerveza. And uh, it tastes very good. Big fan. Uh, it's the only Modelo that I would normally drink. I know they have regular and they have other different uh, chiladas and stuff like that. As Michael Quinn has returned from uh, visiting Bill Veek. So, that's good. You didn't pl- you, you didn't keep it playing? No. I'm positive it would have been still going on the whole time. I, wa- I didn't want you to miss anything, Quinn. <laughs> oh, boy. So, here we are. You just want to continue the torture. <laughs> Mr. Fuji is all about pain. That's true. Mr. Fuji's helping at the bare minimum. Yes. Yes. Have you ever seen anything so vile? No, I haven't, Alfred. I was saying to the fans here. I haven't here, seen anything so boring. I was saying to the fans, like, it's not even that this isn't well-written. It's not even written. Yeah. Like, there's, they're, there's just a, av- they're just whatever. Yeah, but it's not funny. They got a lot of this unprepared right now with Johnny V. Yeah, I know. Whatever that shit was before with Don Morocco. And- that was nothing. Yeah. What are we doing? No, 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 no. Down. <laughs> Down. Vince McMahon is the only one who thinks this is good. I don't even think he thinks it's good. <laughs> maybe you're, maybe you're the right. The British Bulldogs are like, what the fuck? Like, yeah. They're not exactly the most charismatic people to trot out. You're not going to get a good ad lib out of mm-hmm. them here. You know what I mean? What? The thing that's sort of funny about this is like Mr. Fuji really doesn't manage Moondog's spot. <laughs> if he does, they just like made it up just for this. If he does, we've never seen it. It's you know never what happened. Is it just so they'd be together on this one segment? It's because Moondog Spot can't talk. It's against his gimmick, so they needed something. You think that's all it is? Is that why? Yeah, because they just wanted the thing where he breaks all the stuff. That was the entire like crux of it. It's like we'll have br- British tea, and then we'll <sighs> have you break it all, and that's the whole gimmick. But that's like literally three Stooges. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Like that's what they do in a lot of those. This is this is what I mean though episodes. about like about like TNT is such a stark contrast between everything else that's going on. And yes. like not in a good way. Well, there's nothing really serious that ever happens on TNT, right? Am I am I it's wrong about that? It's not even the that? seriousness. It's just that it's a bad show. <laughs> like, you know what I'm saying? It's like most of the stuff they do now is good. Well, I agree <laughs> with you. I think a lot of stuff's been good. And folks, we hope you thought this was good. Uh, whether you're on the audio or the video, that was WWF mm-hmm. Championship Wrestling. We didn't get the complete, complete episode. But even so, you can kind of tell it's mid-taping. They're waiting. They're waiting to do any big angles. So every anything important's being done in post. This whole like I feel like the the last two things. Yeah. The last two big events. Yeah. They really poorly timed the the recordings. Like they went way after, like weeks and weeks and weeks after the the actual show. And like the way you if they were gonna do it, it should just be the one week at after is like the only one. Yeah, but I'm assuming it's for logistics reasons, you know. But 
one way or another we thank you guys for making some time with us here again whether on the audio or the video quick reminders okay and then we're going to be out of your hair if you're on the audio version feel free to check out the video version of the canon when you get a free minute it is fun mm-hmm. subscribe to us on youtube anyway if you are on the video version and you like hearing retro wrestling talk we've done almost 300 episodes specials all sorts of things on all different wrestling stuff not just wwf not just 1985 our vantage point retro wrestling podcast and on either video or audio be sure to check out our patreon patreon.com slash ovp podcast over there again canon plus for two dollars a month and every pay-per-view review for five dollars a month give it a shot right yeah make a decision go for it just try it until next week though one way or another i am joe morata that is michael quinn and we're out of here see ya Now let us get to these uh, pastries and petit fours and nice-looking, scrumptious-looking edibles here. Okay. Well, if we start here, here we have scotch egg mm-hmm. and savory tarts. Here we have pork pie. Oh, I love those. Particular favorite of the palace, by the way. Yes. Um, here we have scones. Mm-hmm. Is that not a crumpet just there? That is correct. Yes, that is a crumpet. Uh-huh. Over here, we have coconut delights. Almond treats. Yeah, short. Will you stop? stop, 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 stop.